Hi, this is Herschel Walker. You're listening to the Rick and Bubba Show. Let's go 34. Six minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show from the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, all here today. Uh, we do have much to unpack. We'll get to your phone calls coming up uh, here a little bit later on. We've covered a number of topics today, uh, and uh, and we'll, we'll unpack those here uh, in a bit. Uh, but right now, uh, we got uh, the, the gang here, and welcome back, Bill Bubba Bussy, to start the hour. Rick, glad to be here. Thank all of you for being part of the Rick and Bubba experience. Uh, a lot of football over the weekend. Uh, I guess we can start with college football. Don't let me forget to tell you, uh, and I don't know if you saw the play, and I think it was in the Titans game where the man in motion took out the ball carrier. I have never seen that in a football game before. I think it was the Titans game I was watching. Okay. And I mean, it looked like a deer got hit by a car. I've never seen that. (laughs) But, But on the college game, we had some big games over the weekend. Hey, Oklahoma, what in the world? Well, you, you don't play defense, and because you don't play defense, this happens to you every year. Yeah, that's predictable. It's really no more complicated than we that. We said it three weeks ago. You look at yeah. Jalen Hurts, his numbers were still unbelievable. Oh, yeah. yeah. and uh, But their defense is terrible. I mean, and, it, and they had a chance at the end if they get the onside kick, which they almost did. Yeah, well, I, they I actually thought they did. I did, too. Yeah. A lot of people think that they didn't hit that guy. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. It, yeah. it, it hit, looked like it hit him uh, like it, in the thigh. It did hit him, unfortunately, mm-hmm. but. You know, in the rules of onside kicks today, it's impossible to get an onside yeah. kick unless yeah. you do what he did and the kid from Auburn. Yeah, yeah. Both of those, because you, you have to, Boy, ki- that you was have, close. you have to <laughs> kick it, you have to kick it perfectly. Yeah, and both of them and you did. Have to get the bounce just and, right. And and I think I think Oklahoma gets the ball back if it doesn't hit the guy's leg. If they just let it, I mean, he didn't mean to. He's trying mm-hmm. to figure yeah. out. I mean, and, I mean, we're talking about it nine yards versus ten. Yeah, and uh, and that Boy, was close, wasn't it? But you know, if you're going to be one of premier teams, you can't be giving up forty eight points to Kansas State. No, no not no. not this year's Kansas no, State no. team. And, uh, and, and so. you know, when I first saw the score, because I always forget if Les Miles is at Kansas or Kansas State, I get them confused. He's and at I, Kansas, and I, and I was thinking, hey, Les Miles is going to pull up. Of course, and they won this week. Yeah, they, they, they beat they Texas Tech, and the way they won was crazy. Was right. <laughs> yeah, I'd never seen that before. But don't forget, Les Miles also took uh, gave Texas all they wanted. Yeah, Te- yeah. Texas yeah. had to fight and claw to beat them. Yep. And how yeah. about Texas? Their yeah. third loss of the year. Right. Mm. That hurt a little crazy. Sure, I knew it. But the um, but so that was um, the Oklahoma is in a bind like mm-hmm. they always are uh, because they don't play defense. Yeah, they're hurting. They're hurting. And I tell you, it was good news for one of two things. It could open up for a second SEC team to get in, or more than likely, is going to really help Oregon if they run the table. Oregon they're have a hard time keeping a Pac-12 champion out. Yeah. One loss. Their only loss was at the beginning of the year. And they've been shut out of the playoffs, so they're gonna they're gonna be a lot of noise about that. And they're, the only problem for them, and I agree with you, but the only problem is they're not winning like overwhelmingly. They're they're barely squeaking by. Oh yeah, yeah they're they're having to come back. They're, they're not dominating people. Mm-hmm. And uh, you, you and, know, and too, the teams they're not dominating are not great teams. Are, are you a little surprised with the new poll that came out that they stuck LSU number one? Not really. I, I don't think it means anything because <clears throat> November 9th, that's all resolved. Right. It's going to work. Here's where it matters. I think, I think Nick Saban asked for them to be. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> probably so he, so he would have something to rant about. Here's where huh? it matters, and it is to a big players. deal. It is a huge deal that they move them, and this is why. Because in that game two weeks from now, if Alabama was to barely beat them, and it's a knockdown dragout, yeah. do they drop past number four? Well, that's true. That's why this is important. 
Yeah, it gets them further up, so they don't Absolutely. have to. So that it does so it. the the way it sits right now, you have LSU number one, Alabama two, Ohio State three, Clemson four, Penn State five. They're also undefeated. Then you have the the one loss crew coming in at six. You have Florida, you have Oregon, Georgia at number eight, Utah at number nine, Oklahoma at ten. And I thought the voters were very nice to Auburn. They only fell to number eleven. They're the highest ranked two loss team. And they're ahead of unbeaten Baylor and unbeaten Minnesota, and also down at 15, unbeaten SMU. Well, I'll tell you the reason why, and it, I don't think this article was national. I think it was just in our state. And it, it was such a, a well-titled article when talking about this year's Auburn team, and it was titled, The Greatest Defense You Won't Remember. Uh, because <laughs> the losses that Auburn's taking are going to be losses that are going to put them out of everybody's mind yeah. and out of the playoff but they have the best defense uh probably uh, arguably in the sec and likely in the country now one of the reasons they have the best defense is because there's not many people in the country playing good defense but i'm talking <laughs> about, but, but 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 it's a legitimate defense i mean you realize that auburn's offense was so bad on saturday that lsu rolled up nearly 90 was it 90 snaps it was, i think it was 90 plays and they only gave up 23 points Wow. That defense held LSU, who got Against 90, high flying offense. 90 snaps. They held them to 23 points. And they were flying all over the field, running, had two big fourth down uh, stops. I mean, that was that well, was. Oh, well, don't forget this either. A, a lot of LSU's points came when the, when the, when the field flipped, yeah. and yeah. Auburn's offense couldn't get out of the end zone. And so LSU was getting the ball at the 38, yeah, 40. You, you can't keep and, uh, punting from the back of your end zone. Right. That's, that's going to that's bite you. So, mm-hmm. so, but it's sad to see a defense that good that, that has an offense that is so bad. And, uh, you know, if, you, if, if somehow Oklahoma could make a deal with Auburn. <laughs> right. Go and, hybrid on them. Yeah, and, and Oklahoma says, you give us your defense. <laughs> we'll take our offense. Right, and we'll take our offense. There and you gotta, you uh, y'all don't have a chance. We could do something with this defense. <laughs> Um, but uh, it's uh, man, I'm telling you, those uh, that that's an impressive defense uh, because um, now don't get me wrong, I know Alabama still plays really good defense, LSU plays good defense, but I think right now Auburn's defense is actually better than those two. Uh, but uh, but it's it's not going to matter because they've already lost two games in the conference and yeah. they still got Georgia and Alabama to go. Well, yeah. when you have mm-hmm. a player like Derek Brown that comes back. I saw one one pass play. They had three guys blocking him. Yeah, and when you have that, it's going to open up somebody mm-hmm. else. So that's that that goes a long way. Even though he may not get the sack, that opens up somebody else. Well, they got linebackers that will light you up. Uh, they've got they've got DBs that are good. Uh, I mean, that defense, guys. All you have to say is LSU is undefeated and rolling up mobs of yardage and mobs of points. Well, they average like fifty a game. They got ninety plays and could only get twenty three points. Yeah, that's that's amazing, really. I mean, it it really is, and 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 like the article said, but that's not going to be remembered. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, no, yeah, you're right. right. Yeah, but I think that's why you steal them only only drop into eleven. Is is somebody somewhere says we got to give this defense some kind of problem? Yeah, mm-hmm. and on the other yeah, hand, Notre Dame's down at sixteen, going what? Right. We got two losses. Somebody's that much further up than we yeah, are. Yeah, mm-hmm. because usually they get that. Spot. Auburn's, oh, Auburn's yeah. defense is a lot better than Notre Dame, mm-hmm. but. And Joe Burrow showed he's the real deal because he took a pounding and no just boy, he kept, did. kept he did. making plays. No I doubt. Mean, His yeah. jersey was dirty, and I thought that was going to be one of the keys to the game. Right. right. But it didn't bother him. Yep. Well, he it, he got popped one time pretty good oh, on the sideline. Yeah. It was it was a clean hit, oh, yeah. but I mean he he could have stepped out, but he turned it upfield. Yeah. He he How got about he runs better than I thought he did. Yeah, yeah he does. they six, say he's four, six, five. Yeah, he, he can run. 
Yeah, LSU's got a great team. Yeah, they but did. The, they uh, did. But the the thing you're gonna that you're dealing with here though is when it comes to pressure being put on a coach, and and it, and it does. I know the team's sticking together, and that's great, and they should. It, it's them against the world. But when you get up into where trustees sit, where fans sit, when with the fans ever look at a team that they think they have a chance to be good. And in their opinion, the team is not is underperforming, and and they're thinking if just the offense would do anything, Auburn would be undefeated. I thought you were talking about Mississippi State. No, 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 no that's that's that, that that's 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 a whole other situation. Okay, all right. I've, I've seen both those teams play this year, right, and, yeah. and it's sad. But um, but the uh, those are the things that get people rumbling. You yeah. know, it's it's um, it's it's gonna if 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 Auburn right now. You know, if if the wheels come off, and it could happen quickly with Georgia and Alabama still coming up, um, it could it could be a a troublesome off season uh, for Malzahn. You uh, because they're looking, saying our defense is good enough to win, and your expertise is supposed to be offense. Why is our offense so bad? And there may be reasons that that have nothing to do with coaching. And I certainly like. Gus Malzahn, the man, and the kind of man he is is more important than how he's defined as a coach. But I'm strictly talking about the coaching world. Look, so, look, look, uh, look, look, everybody was loyal. I've seen a lot of coaches I love, and the team was loyal, and all their loyal people loved them, and the board of trustees trustees still ran them off. In two it's weeks. It's whether they're happy or not. Our top three teams will be idle this week, but in two weeks now we have LSU coming to Tuscaloosa. They're calling it the game of the century, uh, 2.0. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll see, can LSU get over their stigma to the Crimson Helmets? Because they have just folded like a paper tent in the past several meetings yeah, since well, here, Saban has been there. Here's the LSU problem. Alabama does have an offense. Now, if they can get Tua back, now if they don't have Tua, you may, you, it may be problematic. Because what Alabama does that you have to do, and LSU does it as well, is they get the ball to their playmakers. They get the ball to them. And uh, and so if LSU amazing concept yeah, yeah if 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 Alabama's defense that is also very good mm-hmm. if they can slow down LSU which I think they can if they get two back Alabama's offense is much better than Auburn's and um, and LSU may find themselves in trouble if they repeat the same thing again right yeah. right so so we'll see ought to, ought to be a heck of a game it, it is. Yeah. Oh, I, I like two weeks from now. I'm watching rowing the boat. I was about Penn to say State. you also got undefeated Minnesota against undefeated Penn you State. Give us an update on your guy. Hey, that's, that's a great I'd story. I'd like to see y'all go in my office and just tap the poster. Give him a little high five. <laughs> PJ Flex. Is he gonna row the boat right through Penn State? Take I them out of contention. So. I hope so. Be two good games. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. To the people we go, Helmsy will take the phones right now at 866-WE-BE-BIG, and uh, we'll open up all 10 lines for you. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number for you to join us right now. We'll talk about Bubba's event coming up this weekend with Andy Burchip coming up next segment, but uh, right now we'll chat with you. and We've covered uh, a number of topics uh, at this point in the program, but sounds like it's one of those times we need to check in uh, and hear from you, and you'll decide what topics we talk about now. If you dial us up right now, you will get in at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Lines are available, and then we'll roll through in 30 seconds of pop. The buzzer will sound. Your time on the program will come to a close. 
Uh, then we'll move to the next caller. While you are lining up and Hamzy is ready for you now, let me point you at cabbage.com. That's that's a K now. K-A-B-B-A-G-E.com. Listen, small business owners out there, you all know this. You manage inventory. You're trying to cover payroll. Uh, you probably do 100 other things before lunch, uh, and that's just an average day uh, when you uh, run a small business. Time's valuable, and getting the money that you need shouldn't take up all that time. Uh, that's why Cabbage helps small businesses manage their cash flow uh, and any cash flow gaps that you may experience. Uh, it's real simple. Just go to cabbage.com. That's with a K, K-A-B-B-A-G-E.com. It just takes minutes. And when you use the promo code Bubba, we're going to get you a $100 credit on your first loan statement. Uh, so that's Cabbage with a K, K-A-B-B-A-G-E.com. There's also a link there at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button get the cash flow that you need all right uh, we'll start with david trolling 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 keep them phones a trolling here we come phone trolling phone, phone trolling. hello david welcome to rick and bubba how are you david hey i was uh or am i on yes yeah, you are david, go ahead. you had an awkward pause but you're on now hmm. yeah yeah i was just wondering about the slight possibility that Mike Leach goes to Auburn. Um, next season. <laughs> I don't think that's Steve that's Gra- I, I was, as an Alabama fan of my entire childhood, if he goes to Auburn, I'm throwing my Alabama stuff away. Well, yeah, it's uh, probably not the choice you'll see. Uh, but uh, I, I think Mike Leach is, is, is probably from a fun factor yep. off the scale. Uh, I don't know if, if, you know, SEC schools have looked at him before. I, I don't know that he interviews real good. Right. <laughs> no, we heard a story about and, that. Yeah, and I think he has to be at the right place that uh, where he can, you know, he can flourish with his personality. Can I tell you what you're saying? And I'll just say it the way it needs to be said. The SEC takes football too serious to hire Mike Lee. That's a great point. That, that may be it. Mm-hmm. Although I think he's very capable. I mean, he was at Oklahoma and you know, but he's he's got his own way of doing things, right. and I, I don't know that that would fit with everybody. Mm. To Derek and Decatur, you get desperate enough. Yeah, not. that's right. Derek, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Go ahead. Hey, thanks. Uh, much grass. Hey, thanks for the call, buddy. What's on your mind? Uh, my daughter recently ran into the movie Mamma Mia and found out that that song "Take a Chance on Me" was by ABBA, and wonder about your good buddy Chance. Hmm. I haven't heard about him in a long time. You know, our, our, our breakup with Chance was as bizarre as any. And that was a long way to get to that question. It really, really was. Yeah. Abba, uh, <laughs> Mama Mia led to Abba. Abba led to Chance. You know, we, we Chance's departure was just bizarre. Uh, and Much it, like his arrival. It was not a clean break. And it just kind of, yeah, it was, was messy. really weird. It, it showed like it, up overnight. He disappeared overnight. Pretty it's much. like if it was a broken bone, they'd say, we have to do surgery. This thing's too messy. It's, <laughs> yeah. just, it's not yeah. a clean yeah. break. We got to get a pen in there. Yeah. 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 I, I don't even know how to even uh, describe what happened. We don't know what happened to him, where he is. He, he disappeared as quick as he came. Nikki. Yeah. He and, was like a shooting star. <laughs> he, <was. laughs> he really was. Nikki, 30 <laughs> seconds. Go ahead. Hey, uh, there was somebody I'm hoping is not at the reading of the night before Christmas, which would be Beth Mullins. And somebody I would like to have at the the reading is a three-year-old Ranger Adler. 
Ranger Adler. Okay. In other words, Baby Adler. Yeah. So, so we, pretend, we, we pretend that Baby Adler's three years old, and we she put somebody pretends to be. Yeah. And she's already picked out and gone with the name Ranger. Okay. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, it was Junior Ranger. Yeah, Junior Ranger. I know. What, yeah. That's funny. We continue. Yeah, I know from the story. Yeah. Right. yeah. But right. that has stuck. Yeah, That's what it I'm has. Saying. It has. Melanie in Birmingham. Melanie, 30 seconds. Go ahead. Hey, can you guys hear me? Yes. Yeah, yeah go ahead. Okay. Hey, um, so last night on Facebook, I saw where at the First United Methodist Church in Vestavia Hill, did y'all hear about the squirrel that went through the stained glass window during one of their live <laughs> services? Somebody just e- uh, texted yeah. me that story, and I was looking at it. We haven't seen the video, <laughs> but we, we're getting a lot of email about it. Is that the, where you played uh, pickleball? Uh, well, he... I think yeah. it is. I think it is. He, I think it is. Uh, Maybe Yeah, I, I think that's where you play pickleball. I was in pain. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. Right. There's yeah, the, was, where Bubba's growing yeah. went south. Now a squirrel has <laughs> jumped. Where through. Going I didn't out. know it came through a window. I just saw the squirrel got. I, I heard the, the video is something we must see. Today. Okay. All right. Done. That we'll, we'll do that coming up. Uh, let's go to Floyd in Killen, Alabama. Floyd, go ahead. Thirty seconds. Uh, good morning. I wonder, is there anything to this rumor I heard that Pierre Delecto is running for president and his running mate is Carlos Danger? <laughs> what? I got to Carlos Danger. I didn't hear the other part. Did y'all? I, I missed it. I'm sorry. By the way, here's somebody in West Virginia going by the name Roll Tide. Okay. Hey, Tide. Welcome to the program. Go ahead. Hey, when I was listening to y'all this morning talking about that gender reveal, I got two things about that. First off, in today's society, we can't say what gender it is, right? Because there's so many of them. Mm-hmm. And then secondly, when commercial up here on the radio talks about whether you need to get a hunting license, a registered boat, and the first thing it says is if you're a bear, you don't have to. Well, what if I want to be a bear? Can I be a bear in today's society? Then I don't need to get a license to go fishing, right? I mean, that's just the way I look at it. We, we shouldn't have to. Not sure what commercial you're referring to, but I agree with you. They we, say a bear doesn't need a fishing license. Yeah, I guess they're saying everybody needs one unless you're unless a bear. You're a bear yeah. So unless now he's now he's saying, look, if I want to be a bear, can I be one? I, you know, look, it ain't you can any, identify as one. It's not yeah. any stranger than what we See, say. You, you got to know their lingo. You can identify as one. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. All right, so bottom of the hour, we'll talk to Andy Burcham next. Uh, Voice of the Tigers about Bubba's event coming up for highest ground. Uh, Bubba will attempt to bowl if he can physically do it. Oh, boy. Speaking of the growing injury. (laughs) And then we'll get back to some of the other stories today. But we'll do this when we come back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour, Brick and Bubba Show. Thank you for being with us today. It's coming up this Sunday, November the third. Bubba will attend the second annual Celebrity Bowling Tournament for Highest Ground uh, in Auburn, Alabama. Uh, you can find all the details there at upcoming events. Also, in show notes today, you'll find out information about the the charity that will benefit Highest Ground as well. And you get all the upcoming events there at RickandBubba.com under the O'Reilly Auto Parts upcoming events. Thank O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Joining us that will also be part of the big event coming up this weekend, the voice of the Auburn Tigers, 
Andy Burcham is now with us. Andy, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Guys, good to be with you today. Thank you very much. Well, it's uh, it's a big event uh, coming up. Uh, it is the second annual. I guess Andy, you might have already done. You know, we all. I know. Anytime you're doing a ball game, you want to be sure and get all the medical reports. You know, Mister Bussy is uh, still in rehab mm. over oh uh, over a growing injury, <laughs> and it was it was pretty intense. He was playing pickleball. <laughs> That sounds like a gruesome injury to me. You know, Andy, the recovery time on this thing is terrible. And uh, just about the time you think you're better, you try to no. lay down somewhere and you realize, hey, it still hurts. Hey, it hurts. <clears throat> well, and, and when you're bowling, you're going to test that a little bit, aren't you? Yeah, that, that's what I'm worried about. I'll, yeah. be, I'll be a game time decision, but I will be there to help stir up the mob. Yeah. That's good. I, I think they just want you there. Yeah. I'm not sure you're there for the bowling. I ser- I'm, I know I'm not there for the bowling either. Well, you know, I'm a pretty solid. I can throw a 125 without any practice. So, uh, you know. yeah. <laughs> so, Andy, I know that uh, we talked about it last year, but in case there are people joining us for the first time, you know, tell us about highest ground. And, and you know, they're going to benefit from this, but some people may not understand what they sure. do. We we have their link at rickandbubba.com, but but tell us uh, all, all the great work that, that is being done by Highest Ground. Well, it's, it's three main missions. They provide free counseling services. They provide a Christian cra- uh, counseling camp for at-risk young ladies and a and recreational opportunities for foster families. Um, they're, they're doing this. They, they don't turn anybody away and uh, really are doing terrific work. And, and they're looking to, to put a down payment on some land where they can have a permanent camp, uh, permanent offices uh, for these counseling services. And so um, last year's bowling tournament that, of course, Rod was part of and, and, and Bubba was part of as well. And, and now that I'm, I'm moving into to year number two. So that, that's what all of this is about. And uh, they, they do terrific work there. They're, uh, uh, their website is highestground.org, and they're always looking for donations and, and that type of thing. But uh, Sheree and, and, and the folks do a terrific job with Highest Ground. Yeah, Rob, uh, when when I was first, Andy, when I was first contacted, I, I called Rod and asked him, and he was heavily involved, and he, yeah. he stamped, gave me his stamp of approval on it, and we got involved. And it seems like a very worthy call. Sheree Jones does a, does an excellent job, and like I say, they're already doing counseling, but they need a place that they can do more on a bigger scale. And hopefully, if we have the turnout this year, we had last year, they will have the money to do a sizable down payment on the property and get that, that process started. So, uh, Andy, you, you've had to step in, in in a lot of ways uh, with Rod, his, his untimely and, and sad death of him and his wife. Um, and I bet bowling was not one of them you thought about. No, it isn't. Uh, I remember Rod in the office talking about this a year ago and how important it was to, to Rod. And um, he's, he's part of the, was part of the, the group that, that's putting all this together. And, and thank you, Bubba, for, for being a part of it and, and giving up your time for this. And then um, after Rod passed away, Cherie visited me in the office. And this was before I was even named the voice. And she asked me to be a part of it. And I was, was happy to do it. So uh, we'll have a good time. I think it's going to be a good turnout with a lot of different folks that are going to be here. Ronnie Brown, Jason Campbell uh, will be among those that will be a part of the, the bowling tournament uh, this year. 
Hopefully they bowl better than you and I. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not a very good bowler either, um, but I don't have the gruesome injury that you have coming in. So I'm, I'm, <laughs> I have that going for me, I guess. Uh, Bubba, you could always nice. do the you could always do the granny bowl. You know, kind of go yeah, up there. I don't I don't know that that would help any yeah. either. I but, wish I could uh, see that. Boy, I, Andy, if you go back and watch the replay of the gruesome growing mm. injury in pickleball, oh. it, it's yeah. one of those things. It's like the first time you, you didn't know what you were going to see when they said, let's see what happened to Joe Theismann. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. uh, you we know, actually that, had it in – you know, it was being videoed, which even made it stranger, <laughs> Andy. I mean, uh, how, how many times do you go down with an injury like this and there's a live camera? Yeah. You know? Uh, it's never happened to me. It's good. <laughs> Andy, uh, on a and obviously a, a very serious note, the uh, I, I mean, I know that you you're already you know well into the season at this point, but to to be put in the position you were put in, and, and Rod, you know, still so beloved, and and for it to be something so shocking, you know, unexpected. It wasn't like it was a long time sickness, and everybody kind of almost started praying for relief to come. It was a total shock. To everybody, to, and then there you sit, um, you know, starting a football season with the headset on. Uh, I know you you love the fact that you're you know have the opportunity, but not the way you wanted to have that opportunity. What, what, what has it been like to to do this season so far? Uh, the way the way you ended up in this position. Well, on on one hand, it, it's a dream come true for me to be in this position. I've I've worked in in radio since 1983, and I've worked for a day like this. Uh, since I was a little kid when I decided this is what I wanted to do. Sure. So um, that that part of it, I enjoy a great deal. Uh, but I also lost a very dear friend of mine and his wife, yep. who was a very dear friend. I mean, that family was very, very close. And so you got to you juggle and, and you go from one emotion to the other. And while I'm thrilled to be a part of this and glad to be representing the Auburn Sports Network and, and Auburn University Athletics, um, if the accident doesn't occur in May, and I'm in Rod's office doing this interview with you guys today, uh, Rod's sitting here and, and doing it, and, and life goes on. So it's, it is a mixture of emotions, but, you know, uh, as, as tragic as, as it was and is, it's also the job that I've been working for for a long time, and, and I owe it to the Auburn family to do the very best job and enjoy it as much as I possibly can. I'm not, I'm not sure if that explains it. That's the no, best way that I know how. No, it does. It, no. it definitely does. And, and yeah. Andy, uh, for, for a lot of people, I, I know we speak uh, for them when we say you're doing a great job, not, not just on the radio, and you are, but you, you've had to step up in so many ways for your good friend, and um, you, you're just doing a magnificent, just a wonderful job, magnificent job, and, and we're all very impressed, and we're all very thankful for you. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Um, about this time a year ago, Rod and Paula asked us if, if something should happen to them, God forbid, that would we would we become guardians for their their children. Now, their, their daughter Shelby is of legal age, and uh, so she is part of our family, but we're responsible for Joshua, their 16-year-old son, who's a sophomore at Auburn High School, and he lives with us now. Uh, Jan and I have never been parents until this summer. So this has been an incredible uh, last few months for us personally. Uh, it is for me professionally as well. And uh, so we're, we're learning each and every day how to, uh, to raise a 16-year-old son that mm. we've, we've known since the day he was born, but certainly not in this kind of situation. 
Well, mm-hmm. it's the way it's supposed to work with, within within the, the the church family as well. That you're doing what we should do for each other, and uh, and that young man, um, uh, he, his his parents thought enough of him uh, and their daughter to to find people like you in case something like this did happen. It was actually a very responsible move, and I know one that you don't take lightly. Uh, when we come back, uh, we obviously want everybody to go to rickandbubba.com, look under the show notes to find out more about. Uh, you know, the bowling uh, event coming up this Sunday. It'll be a lot of fun, benefiting highest ground. But, Andy, it, when we come back, obviously there's a lot of football to talk, and we want to talk a little football with you, especially, you know, when you have a team like Auburn that uh, that, that has a, a very good football team on the field, uh, but in parts they're struggling and, and kind of talking uh, about um, the, the football aspect of things. If you can stay with us for one more segment. I'd love to. Thank you. Uh, Andy Burcham, voice of the Auburn Tigers, with us. We'll come back. If you want to find out all the information about Highest Ground, it's in show notes there. And as Bubba said, and we've been talking about, you know, this this property they have really enables them to do a lot more. And if they get this down payment, it really makes a difference. So participate this weekend and, and make a difference. We'll be back. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ten minutes to the top of the hour at the Rick and Bubba Show. Uh, you can see at rickandbubba.com under upcoming events, Bubba this weekend to attend the second annual Celebrity Bowling Tournament, benefiting highest ground. All the details are there at upcoming events, and you also find it uh, in show notes there at rickandbubba.com today. To make your plans to be there, enjoy that. Other uh, Auburn greats will be there, and uh, you can have a great time. So, Andy, we talked a little bit about that. Now we're going to talk um, a little bit of football. Obviously, this past Saturday, Auburn-LSU, it was uh, one of the premier games that, um, you know, either team uh, was sitting there going, look, trying to find their way into an opportunity to to make the playoff. And um, Auburn defensively may have one of the best defenses, and that's saying a lot because Auburn's had some great defenses in the entire history of Auburn football. But many are saying this may be one of the best they've put on the field, but but offensively things are just not happening. Um, uh, talk to me a little bit about to where Auburn goes from here. Well, Auburn plays host to Ole Miss this week, and then that's the next step for the Tigers. Um, Auburn has to cut down on its mistakes offensively. Gus Malzahn talked about it uh, in his post game on radio and his post game on TV as well. I mean, they had at least four or five offside, you know, jumping offside penalties that, that really puts you behind the chains, as, as they say. And then that's tough for the Tigers to, to overcome at this point. So they've got to eliminate those mistakes. Um, uh, hopefully they, they get Booby Whitlow back a little more healthy. He played just a, a few snaps this past week. And Auburn has to become more consistent from an offensive standpoint. I think Auburn's defensive line may be the best they've ever had. The fact that you've got a Derek Brown and a Marlon Davidson together in that same, they're back as seniors, and um, yeah, you're, you're right. I mean, that that's that says something about because Auburn's had some magnificent defensive fronts in its in its past, and this may be the best that they've ever had as far as the collection of guys up front. But from an offensive standpoint, for Auburn to do something now in this stretch, and the good thing for Auburn is Auburn's done with its road games. The entire month of October was on the road for this team. Now they're at home for four straight games, and it starts at 6 o'clock uh, on Saturday night when the Tigers play host to Ole Miss. So it's the, it's, the, uh, you know, it's, it's the final push for this team. You have your two biggest rivals coming up in the month of November. You still have an opportunity to, uh, 
to to have a, a significant impact on the rest of this season. But it starts with Ole Miss on on Saturday. Andy, the, the discussion today in many circles is going to be the offense and, right. and the lack of consistency. No one's closer to that team than you. Where, where where are the problems that need to be corrected? Well, I think up front Auburn's got to be better because I mean Auburn had four false false starts that 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 killed killed drives for the Tigers. And listen, no one wants to be better than than Bo Nix at this point, and he's a true freshman, and he has played like a true freshman in a couple ball games. Now he put together a couple pretty good drives this past week against uh, LSU, and Auburn still had an opportunity late. I mean, they get an onside kick that takes the big bounce. It's it's in the air. It looks like Auburn may have it. LSU is able to get it, and they, they run out the clock. So uh, I, I think it starts up front with the offensive line. They've got to be able to protect Bo Nix. Bo has to make better decisions, um, and, and Auburn's going to be facing some pretty salty defenses down the stretch, especially with Georgia and, and Alabama at the end of the year and um you know he, he's, he's just got to be better i talked to him after the game and uh, he's a confident kid i mean listen he's been groomed for this by his father who was a terrific quarterback here at auburn uh, i think we all wish and bo is probably at the top of this list wish he to play better in this game and the florida game and i won't be at all surprised if he doesn't bounce back well against ole miss on saturday so any well, two things so yep. the, the false starts, watching it on TV, it looked like the offensive line was hollering at the center, Kim, snap the ball. Like they did not think it was their fault. They thought he should have already snapped it. Uh, and they, they seemed to be arguing with him saying snap the ball. So did you get any clarification on what was causing that? No, and, and I asked Gus Malzahn after the game about that, and he just he, he really didn't give me much of an answer as, as to who the problem was. Now, Auburn did make a change in the game with Nick Brahms going to center, uh, replacing Kayla Kim. Of course, that came after a, a bad snap that, yeah, that right. Auburn lost 19, 20 yards on the play. So it's going to be interesting to see if Auburn makes that a permanent change with, with Nick moving to the starting center this week, and we won't know that. I know that Gus Malzahn will be asked about that tomorrow. Tomorrow's his, his weekly press conference, so I'm guessing that he's asked about that tomorrow. Now, whether we get the answer or not, or whether he just tells us, nope, you know what, uh, Caleb had an off game, he'll be back at, at center, I just don't know yeah. at this point. There, there was there was certainly some confusion, and I don't know if it was the snap count or the, the crowd. I don't think the crowd was, was any louder than it was at Florida a couple weeks ago, and Auburn didn't have that problem you know, three weeks ago at Florida. So I think we'll find out later on this week if there's come, if there is a move that's going to be made at center or not. So Gatewood, I mean, you, you certainly, everybody believes in, in all the accolades you've given to Bo Nix are deserved and, and they're true. But when, when you see a quarterback struggling, you think, well, let's, let's try anything. Gatewood appears to be, you know, a, an impressive um, football player, but it doesn't seem like Malzahn – has any confidence in him at this point of his career. Do you know why? I don't. Um, I, I think this. Uh, if, if you if you want to talk about the two runners, Joey Gatewood would be the better runner. He's a more physical runner. He's a bigger kid. He's six foot five, about 230 pounds. Uh, I just, I think, this is just me. I'm not going to speak for Gus Malzahn sure, here. Sure. I, I think he's more confident in Bo Nix at this point, especially Obviously. in the passing game. And, um, why that is at this point, I'm not sure. Um, 
I, I think Joy Gatewood plays a factor on this team, but he's only thrown a handful of passes. It seems when he's into the ball game, a lot of times he's in there to run the football, to run that RPO. And um, he's a more physical style runner. But I think Bo's a better passer at this point. Some may say, well, listen, Gatewood hasn't been given the opportunity to pass. And that may be a valid, uh, a valid complaint at this point. But I, I, I do believe that, that Gus Malzahn feels more comfortable with Bo Nix at the quarterback. Let's remember that Joey Gatewood is also a freshman, albeit a redshirt freshman. Understood. So you're, either, you're either playing a, a true freshman or you're playing a redshirt yeah. freshman at this point. Well, and, and Malzahn does not have some scheme he's put together to play a quarterback that he knows is not as good as the one on the sideline. I mean, he obviously, it's obvious he doesn't think he's ready or he'd be playing them. Andy, let me ask you too. We'll we'll ask you this, and then we'll be up against the top of the hour. But yep. um, uh, Anthony Swartz is is such a incredible player to watch. Uh, the fastest man in all of football right now by the published times that we have. Uh, it, it, a lot of the Auburn fans are saying we need to get the ball in this guy's hands more, and at times it looks like that we don't. Are defenses just making that impossible, or from where you're at, how how is that scenario playing out? It's a good question um, because he he was such a huge part of the offense two weeks ago in the Arkansas game. He had more he had more touches on the first drive of the Arkansas game than he had in the entire game at Florida. And last week against LSU, he really wasn't a big part of the offense. Why that is? Um, the head coach is making those those play calls at this point. Uh, I know they want him to be a part of this offense. And I don't know if LSU decided we're going to take number five out of the game yeah, right. just because of his speed. Yeah, may- Auburn, Seth Williams was more of a target <clears throat> this past week. And he's a more physical style receiver against a very physical defensive backfield in, in LSU. And that may be part of it. LSU is, is very, very physical. Uh, playing that press man, and they, they may have just been able to take Anthony Schwartz out of the game. That, does, that doesn't negate him as far as the sweeps and that part. Yeah, and, and Florida and LSU both may have just been able to take him out, and Arkansas wasn't. And, and both so, pretty good teams, too. Yeah. So, yeah. hey, Andy, thanks for spending some time with us. Thank you, and, uh, and thank you for what you guys are doing this weekend. Bob, I'll see you on Sunday. We'll be there, brother. All right, let me know how he does, Andy, and you can tell <laughs> Dra- me. Hey, drag Brad Law to that, too. <laughs> he needs to get involved. <laughs> he does indeed. He does. Top of the hour. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Proving daily that common sense is a superpower. American heroes, Rick. Six minutes now past the hour from the Rick and Bubba broadcast plaza and teleport. Thank you for being with us today. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, and Helmsley are all here. Eddie Van Adler's got their YouTube option for you to watch us live on YouTube. Uh, also, it's archived every day. You can catch us on the world's boldest radio stations. That is the Rick and Bubba Radio Network. Find those stations at rickandbubba.com under Listen. Also, you can catch us on our podcast archives every day, the Rick and Bubba Podcast Channel. Uh, that's available to you. Uh, also, you can watch us live on YouTube. It's also archived for you. Listen to us live on the Rick and Bubba TuneIn app. Just download the TuneIn app. It's free. Search Rick and Bubba Show. Get the live show and then uh, archives and best dubs 24 hours a day. 
if you're a Blaze TV subscriber, you also get an hour of the Rick and Bubba show every day for you as well. All those options can be found at rickandbubba.com. Welcome back, Bill Bubba Bussy. Rick, glad to be here, and thank all of you for joining us now for over a quarter of a century. Do you have that picture I can see on the big screen here, uh, Speedy? Uh, oh, of um, of JC? Well, of you. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll send a few to Adler yeah. here. I can pull them up here. Speedy's and uh, son, JC, turns 18 years old. 18. 18. 18. Oh, my goodness. Look, look at little Lud. Little man. man. <laughs> There's Daddy's little man. Little man with a bow tie. Yeah, so that, that we're looking at uh, that is something. There, there was a picture of Speedy the day that JC was born, and it's it's funny because you know it doesn't feel like we're aging because it's happening gradually to yeah. us. Yeah. But if you go from big gaps, like mm. uh, you go go eighteen years ago and look at yourself, Boy. you're like, okay, I guess I I guess it is getting away from me here a little yeah. bit. So, yeah. and uh, it's just like this weekend. Did you see the picture we put out of Greg for the Rick and Bob University podcast? No, I it must have been one of the, like the first pictures we ever took of you. And you were working here. Did you mm-hmm. see it? No. Yeah, it's, he, he's changed a lot. It's the picture yeah. of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Eleven years, Greg, right here. Uh, look, look at you, Greg. How about that. Oh, I ain't changed at all. <laughs> That's so good. So I'm frozen over here, but uh, I sent to Adler. I don't know if he's had time to pull it up, but yeah, my sister who has every picture, Mm -hmm. I don't know where she stores them, and and she sent me a picture of the morning JC was born, and I've got, for some reason, I've got phone books all around me. Phone I mean, books. There's phone books. I mean, there's Where just a pile of phone people? books. It's I like dialing for dollars. It's like I'm I'm oh, sitting there hey. just dialing up everybody. I guess you're letting everybody know he's here in those days. That's how you did it. <laughs> you didn't know I guess so. Are we still dealing with phone books 18 years <laughs> I mean, ago? Good night. Hey, is there anything more outdated than a phone book? <laughs> I don't know why they still real. give them out. Do, Seriously, do they still give them out? Oh yeah, I'll find one in my driveway like every six, eight months, maybe every year. Yeah, do you do what I do? And I go straight. They're not trash. very big anymore, though. No, they're not. Well, they got to have it for the power team to tear in. That's what I said. I think I. I can tear these in half, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> now, like, I, I think I can get to Well, there's some people, you know, just re- <laughs> that just refuse to move. Blood you know water I mean? bottles. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, so, um, so anyway, we'll um, – but yeah, he's uh, eighteen. Can you believe? Yeah, that, that, that is hard 18 to believe. Eighteen, like unbelievable. Uh, eighteen, eighteen years old. Wow, <laughs> that is that really is shocking, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know. Happy uh, birthday, JC. This is okay. Yeah, there, there's that one. That that's. Uh, <laughs> Caitlin uh, and JC took a picture together yeah. that same day, and then they took another one a few years ago. They did at the to expo show, yeah. to try to. Try Isn't to... that the day that I killed the rabbit Spock? I think uh, that yeah, might that, be. That, that, yeah. I think that might be. Right. right. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, he was dangerous. <laughs> um. So. Uh, so yesterday we celebrated JC's birthday because you know you got to do it when you can. And sure. uh, and Tyler came home and. He, uh, I was telling the guys, uh, Tyler was on a streak. He ruined every surprise that we had for JC except for one, and he didn't realize he was doing it. First of all, him coming home was supposed to be a surprise. Ruin that, and he ruined that. And then <laughs> he started ruining the gifts that we had for JC because he he thought JC had walked off and then mentioned it. Uh, and so I think there was only one gift that. JC opened that he didn't know what it already was. <laughs> so Tyler ruined every bit of that. Every, every bit of it. That's his job. But he made it home, and, and it was a fun day. And, of course, you can't have nothing. We had a restaurant in mind after church we were going to go to. I heard about closed. this. Pulled up his clothes. Wait, was it just you clo- can't have nothing. Was it just clothes because it was Sunday, or did it not yeah, make it? was like, it? Uh, you know, hibachi, hibachi whatever, grill, did, did whatever it, it's called. Are you worried know. that it didn't make it? I don't know. It was closed. I don't know what's mm-hmm. going on, if they're doing renovation or whatever, because it's always packed Could have been a Sunday thing. Could have been a Sunday thing. So, uh you can't go wrong with Buffalo Wild Wings. It was co- it was across the the, the parking lot. So you we went there. Up? Yeah. So we went there and, and had a good time, and um, it was a lot of fun. It was it was good good stuff. Hard to believe though. He's 18 years old yeah, today. Yeah. I mean, good night. Look at that. That's it. 
Mm-hmm. He's 18 going on 12. 18 in life. You got it. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Yeah. 18. <laughs> so talking about pictures and stuff, also this this broke out again this weekend. The Greg looks like Jimbo Fisher stuff. Boy, did do you, you. Did you get a lot of that? Mm. The, I saw one. I, the, the, I don't see that. Well, I, I went to the – I wish my bank account looked I like I started saying, you take, you take Jimbo's contract Absolutely. for 10 years, wouldn't you? Yeah. Absolutely. I'll tell you what, I'm going for the moon. I'm shooting for Dabo's. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, going, I'm going for Dabo's contract. But but anyway, the um, – so yeah, I'll I w- take Gus's. He'll be at the lake in a couple of years. No, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Gus's oh. deal is a good deal. It is. About and, seven mil. But did you hear we're old – Where would y'all get that picture of Greg? I don't see that. Right, people are saying – Is that the podcast picture of Greg? Y'all really think? Well, I would – There is. resemblance. I went. You're to, blind if you don't see that. I went to oh, Sherry. Okay. I went to Sherry, who's the, the keeper of all lookalikes, <laughs> and I said, "Do you think Greg looks like Jimbo Fisher?" And she said she didn't see it. She said, "I don't know. I guess they're saying that maybe there, there's I don't know. But there's one thing to look like somebody. There's nothing to favor somebody." And uh, yeah, mm-hmm. but I got a lot of that. Did you over the yeah, weekend? I've, I've had that for a while. Jim Byer said yeah. that Greg looks like Jimbo yeah. Fisher. Mm-hmm. So okay. especially been. since he's gone to Texas A and M, I don't know why that is more. Right. He looks more like Greg now. Right. Have you ever about, noticed something about that move made him look more like? <laughs> yeah. No matter where he's coaching, he his hat always looks like something he bought at Walmart. I agree. It doesn't mm-hmm. look like the team hat. Yeah. It doesn't fit right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do agree with that. <laughs> I think he's like, got the, like he got an off brand yeah, somewhere. Yeah. I think he's blessed like me. It looks like he may have a big knob. Big old knob. Got know, a gourd. And you you have to find select hats. All right, y'all help me with I, this. I had one this weekend. I really wanted to wear. It looked like a beanie on top. Yeah. <laughs> you know when you stop at the big if truck I get stop one with and a, have college hats yeah. in it. Yeah. Well, if I get one of those that's fitted like has a last elastic oh, in it, yeah. it's yeah. just yeah. a matter of time until it shoots off. Shoots off top of your head. Yeah, you can't handle it. All right, so let's talk. Size does not. Oh my gosh. No, it doesn't. Coaches who continue to be paid after they're gone. Yeah. What was the last name of the big fat guy at Arkansas? Wow. Uh, Bo- Bo- Bielema. 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 Yeah. Did you see that. where Arkansas says you have violated what it takes to get keep getting paid for you and we're cutting you off? What does he uh, do? What did I do? Well, Don't you, you have to act- he, actively he, be like pursuing other he's jobs? He's with the Patriots. Stuff? Okay. But I think it's more of some like volunteer. Internal. Oh, yeah. he's not drawing a check. He's not drawing a check, and they're saying that does not qualify. You're not trying mm-hmm. to find a paying gig. And, yeah. Ar- and Arkansas has cut him off. Oh, wow. Whoa. I saw somebody else was doing that. They were coaching, but they were doing it voluntarily. I can't remember who it was. And I thought, that has to do something with their contract deal. I know it has to. They go in and, and you know, like one of these specialists or something, and they didn't want to be paid. But they were really a bigger name than they should be doing that, you know? Yeah. I thought that was kind well, of Well, he, he, I guess he was trying to do the deal, I'll coach with you guys. Don't pay me so I can keep getting my Arkansas right. money. Right. But Arkansas said, no, now you're not really looking for a paying job. You're just trying right. to be a volunteer. We think that violates what it takes for you to continue to get a payment, and they, they cut him off. Hmm. And I thought, now again, I don't know what I'm talking about, but like if he did get a paying gig, they still have to pay the difference between that right. and yeah. Correct. what his right. thing was. So, so right. he's still going to make the same right. money. I don't yeah. know why he would. Well, know. they're saying that he should have taken some Good kind point, of money. Yeah. And the, it would, yeah. The fact he's not taking any money, he's just hanging out with the Patriots, <laughs> that they said that that doesn't qualify. Well, if I was going to coach, that's where I'd want to hang out. No, if you're going to learn something, no, you know, no doubt learn about from that, the best. That was spoken like a true coach, Greg. Yeah, I mean, I was, Jimbo. I I mean, was, Greg. We were talking about former Giga coaches Greg. who, you know, were, were had you know retired and or fired, whatever, and were still getting paid. And we, it always comes up, no matter what group I'm in, the Ray Goff interview. I never where you it. could see the lake behind him. He was sitting on his porch. It's, we never heard from him again. It's yeah. the first time that Bubba and I had ever experienced. It's common now. It wasn't yeah. common then, right? Ray Goff was the first person that Bubba and I ever saw that got paid to go away. 
and and he's trying to do an interview like he's really upset about losing the job, and he's got this massive farm. You can see ducks in the there, water there's, out there. There's, there's just ponds and rolling green hills, and he's sitting out on this massive deck, and, <laughs> and there's just ATVs everywhere. And he's like, yeah, this has really been a tough on me. And uh, I'm like, so now he's just getting paid a lot of money to go hang out at his farm. Yeah. I mean, that's, Good night. And then from then on, remember, that's the first time we'd ever experienced that. Yeah. You know, that and then just, we started watching for it after. Hey, look. If you can get it one of these big, there's, there's Speedy the day JC was born. I don't know why I got phone books around. Why, you got phone books <laughs> Who you calling? Yeah. Who are you calling? I don't know. Probably y'all. That's funny. And what's that thing in front of you with a cord on it? That's a phone. Oh, it's a telephone. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's, what that's what they used was. to look like. That's, a, that's one of them old plug-in types. Yeah. We'll be back. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-one minutes past the hour. Look at Helmsy in there. It's Helmsy like he likes it. Eight six six. We be big. We go phone trolling now. All ten lines are available. Fire up, and Helmsy will get you set up and ready to go. And we'll start talking to you. Thirty seconds a pop. At the end of thirty seconds, buzzer will sound. You'll get your opportunity. Uh, uh, if you're standing in line and you're the next caller, so not only do we have ten lines available, making it easier for you to get in, uh, we we then start doing the phone troll, which then ro- then rolls us through there a little quicker, keeping that line moving as we go through several topics. No meaningless shout-outs uh, and no shameless plugs. Those, of course, get instant buzzers. Uh, while you're lining up and getting ready to go, I do want to point you to Ancestry.com/bubba. Ancestry.com/bubba. If you're like a lot of us. You probably wonder where your family comes from. Sometimes I go to family reunions, and I consider whether I want to know or not. But, uh, but but how about this? It's always good to know. It is very interesting. Yeah. And now more than ever, you can get you can get many more details uh, with Ancestry uh, in their Ancestry DNA test. Billions of historical family records. Uh, a family tree takes you back generations. And the folks at Ancestry.com slash bubble will certainly help you better understand your genealogy and, and your family's origin. If you'd like to take advantage of the free trial right now, they'll send you a kit, uh, but you need to use Ancestry.com slash Bubba to try to get a more complete story on your family. Ancestry.com slash Bubba. There's also a link at RickandBubba.com under the Sponsors button. All right, to the to the phones we go. Oh, we got to do that church squirrel. I know. Yeah, yeah, I, I, no, I, yeah. I forgot about that. We should that have video. already sure. done that. Yeah, it's been sent. Uh, so anyway, we'll we'll do that in the next segment because there's a, a church squirrel joke. It looks like standing by uh, there on line one. Here we go. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones a trolling. Here we come, phone trolling, phone, phone troll. troll. All right, church squirrel joke. Go ahead. Hey, I heard the lady say that the Methodist church that Bubba heard is growing had a squirrel trying to get in their services must be nuts <laughs> <laughs> oh boy there that's, we go. that's not bad yeah. i like a good squirrel joke. Oh, yeah. henry in alabaster 30 oh, seconds sure. henry go ahead hey green acres guys hey, hey. we appreciate the call hey. Henry. Henry. lines are available hey, guys, go uh, mm-hmm. i guess uh, the brett billing i'm sure you know he did get paid uh they hired him actually now as a, as a defensive line coach He's making fifty thousand a year, but it's still against his contract. But also, just so you know, big roll tried, and if he went to Alabama, if he just went to Alabama, they'd have hired him on, and he'd already be a head coach somewhere else by now. Well, I mean, if you go to the Tide, I mean, it's like that's where Saban plants the little seeds, and then you grow up and become your own. 
Yeah, I, uh, Saban has Ray run Jane. one of the most impressive rehab oh, for coaches goodness. I've ever seen. Ever. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'd line up to go there. Hamsey was telling me, and if and if and if Brett Bielema has messed this deal up, moving over to offensive line coach for the Patriots, he was getting over three hundred thousand dollars a month. A I wouldn't m- have been coaching nothing a yeah. month. Suey pig. A month. You know where you'd have had a picture of me hanging out with Ray Goff? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here's me and Ray playing hey, on a four-wheeler together. Hey, yeah. You know it. For we did. I actually saw John Thomas Friday night. Uh-oh. I had lunch with John and Avril. Oh. And they said hello. <laughs> uh, to David in Hoover, 30 seconds. David, go ahead. Hey, Bubba, I just wanted to get an update on your groin. <laughs> David, that is so kind of you to ask. Um, it is progressing. It is progressing nicely, but uh, well, it, it is not a hundred percent by any stretch. Well, I'm going to tell you, I've, I've got this old friend of mine that used to be a trainer for the Chicago Bulls. You might want to check out the Topaz procedure. <laughs> hey, if, if it helped, I'd take a tightrope right now. We'll take Topaz. Uh, lines I don't know are available. Heard, but there's a procedure called the. Television. I don't know if you're aware. <laughs> you know, you it is still. I tell you, invented it was Nick Zangwin. <laughs> I tell you, I get three emails a week. Uh, people want to know about plantar fasciitis. Yeah, <laughs> including the Chicago Bulls, <laughs> <laughs> including when she I had no <laughs> idea that many people were suffering. You, you know, think you'd see more commercials on TV? <laughs> you would. Are you suffering from plantar fasciitis, <laughs> Gary? Like a nails in your foot. <laughs> yeah. Out of Madison. Gary, go ahead. <laughs> Gary. Hey guys, I was hey, just calling. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just calling because I sent you guys a picture of a big boy that I found up near Elkmont, the state line, and he looks to be in pretty bad shape. I was wondering if y'all were interested in bringing him back to the studio and having <laughs> a, having another one down there. Uh, big boy rehab. I think, you know, I think one big boy is all any life yeah. should have. That's all <laughs> any intern can handle, getting in and out of the storage room right. every day. Yeah. And, I'm, and that's the same quote that Betty and Sherry have used. Yeah. One big boy <laughs> and is one enough. is enough. Yep. Uh, yep. So, uh, oh, so, yeah, I, you know, we love our big boy. I mean, right now I'm staring into, into his reassuring eyes. Yeah. Um, if you start bringing in these these big boys that maybe have had a tough life, you don't know what traumas happened to them. You don't mm-hmm. know how they'll behave. You know, we're, I don't think we're into the big boy foster program. No, mm-hmm. no. Uh, we'd have a lot full of them. Uh, let's go to Ed in Homewood, listening to us on <laughs> ZZK. Ed, go ahead. Hey, hey, Ed. This is Ed calling. Hey, uh, this Ed. I'm talking about different different coaches. What was wrong with saving on the sideline? He was he was up forty eight to nothing. He was yelling and screaming and going like a maniac. What was we, what was wrong with him? Well, I can tell you, he had someone who was not playing, like and performing and doing what he'd been trained to do, and he was unhappy about it. That's and I had to explain that to Betty. Mm-hmm. The score doesn't matter mm-hmm. when you play mm-hmm. at no. the level that Nick Saban requires you to play at, and that's the point. You're much more likely to get in trouble in a forty eight to nothing game than you are a seven six game. Because he does not yeah. want that to breed you not striving for perfection. And you see yeah. what happened. They lined up in the neutral zone while they were punting. Gave right. them a first down. They ended up scoring. Right. Yeah. And he again, and see, that's, that's why that, they're yeah. as good as they are. And right. that, that's the difference in a good team and a great team. And that's yeah. why he demands that. And, and it may look overdone to some people, but that's why they win like they do. Well, no, I'm, it really made him mad. I mean, he would not he let went him go. Nuts. Yeah. He went nuts. I mean, he went back and gave him a second round of it. Yeah. You know why? walk off and come back. Well, and, and, and I appreciate that. I get that. I do. That's yeah. excellence. That, that is the strive. You know, like that's I said, why they, we strive for perfection. 
And while you're doing that, you may stumble into excellence. That's and, right. that, and that's exactly what he's looking for. The way he was behaving is the reason he was up 48 to nothing when he did it. You're right. Yeah, absolutely. The reason he's got a handful of rings. Yeah, that, that, I mean, yeah. just a handful of them. Oh, yeah. You know what? What was it Steve Smith said? I'm paraphrasing. He, he, coaches, he coaches like he ain't never won a game and exactly. he's broke. Yeah. 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 That's, that's a great yeah. point. You know, it's so, so true. And, that's uh, true. And uh, he's because we were at the time he was doing that year. They, he ranked Alabama number one through four. One through four, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He thought good. they were four teams down before you get to one. And, 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 you, and one of them was he he put Nick Saban at number four. I think. I think mm-hmm. if you're a if you're a true football fan, you can take off the colors of whoever you pull for. It's a great time because you're seeing two living legends at their peak, Bill Belichick and Nick Saban. No doubt. And you ought to take notes because they're historic no in doubt. what they're doing and how they're doing it. No it, doubt. Especially in this day and age. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. It, the, the cards have never been stacked more against you, and they're more perfect than they've ever been. Yeah. More, more competition and, and, and excellence that is really – as you guys just said, unprecedented yeah. and, against against yeah. this level of competition. And, and they, they certainly have championships both. But you look, they're playing for it every year. Every year. That, that is, to me, even a higher mark of mm-hmm. excellence that they're in the hunt every se- – they don't have these down years. Have you mm-hmm. noticed that? You're the right. Patriots don't have a down year. Alabama, they're play- they may not win it, but they're in the but hunt they're there. every single year. That is the mark of excellence in coaching. Yep. yep. It is. It is. And uh, players change, numbers change, assistants change. And the results are the same. And what's uh, what's Nick Saban's record against assistants? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Last I mean, time what, was 18 and 0, wasn't it? It's, it's got to be like 25 and 0 by now. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> Something you, so you went somewhere else, and certainly you got to have a good team, but there's one factor that hadn't changed, and that's the head coach. Yep. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Here we go. All right, so we got a wacky world story coming up, and it, it, it's odd when a Ray Stevens song becomes reality. But we'll get to that. But Bubba, first a shout out, Rick, uh, my son Hunter, his roommate Alex Thomas hey, over Alex. the weekend up, got, got engaged to the love of his life, Sydney Uh-oh. Morgan. And I just want to congratulate those two young people. I know they're, they're great things in their future. Well, Congrats. there we go. Way to go, Alex. Way to go, Alex. We're glad she said yes. Yes, we are. <laughs> if not, we'd have another video today, and you'd probably still be on the show. We'd had a, seg- uh. we'd had a segment either way. Uh. That's, that's the beauty of our place. Right. All right, so do we, we all remember the Ray Stevens song mm-hmm. yeah. about a squirrel in the church. Right? All his yeah. songs are bibs cool. to me. Yeah, I know, Greg. I, you, we you, know that, Greg. Just you, keep you, writing down you, stuff. You, you, think, you, think, you think Ray Stevens is a little silly. I got you. Yeah. I understand. Right. Distributed, right. distributed, yeah. Yeah, I distributed science, Greg. Okay. <laughs> distributed <laughs> science. Yeah, he loved distributed science. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. So, <laughs> I had some, I had some <laughs> peanut butter on the brain. All right, so – did we want to play a little? Can't even have a one liner. <laughs> I mean, you can't even say nothing to Greg. <laughs> do y'all want? Do we want to play the silly song, or do we just want to get right? Oh, you gonna story? play it? You want? Well, don't look at them. <laughs> I'm about. I'm, by the way, you sound a little bit. Like I, him. Honestly, hey, you listen to it. I enjoyed it. Almost when I was five. you play it just because of his reaction. <laughs> yeah, you liked it when he said, "I'm about a six on playing it." <laughs> but uh, but let's uh, let's 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 get to this story first. Okay. All right, so it was called in earlier. You got it, Bubba. I did too. I had people text me this morning. 
and I think oh, that, I was hoping we had video of it. No, nah, it's just well, we there, do we video. do have video. It the squirrel is loose, okay, but you don't have video of that. What you have is Pastor Brunson up on the stage telling <laughs> telling <laughs> no. everybody what's going on and he's got some pretty good one liners in this but he it's chaos it at times and you hear some screaming at times. Can yeah. I tell you I love a loose squirrel somewhere. You remember when we had one at the yeah, at, no, uh, at the Von no Braun custom. Civic Center? Stop. I laughed hard today. Right. <laughs> we sure did. I'm gonna read from the Vestavia Hills United Methodist uh Facebook page and the, the picture they have of a squirrel their story looks like he's doing praise and worship. <laughs> Have you seen it? Oh, no. If I went berserk, if I, I didn't slay, how does a squirrel do that? That's awesome. That's, that's excellent. So anyway, right, let's uh, play Mississippi Squirrel up under that. Right? Okay. So they um, now I want to play it because of Greg. Here's Can you what, play the chorus just for Greg. Here's what they're saying: Vestavia Squirrel Revival is what they're calling it. If you need a good laugh, then click and play, which we're about to. Mm-hmm. In case you missed it today, we had a furry friend join our balcony attendees. See, that's what that's they got to get you if you just go sit in the balcony. Oh yeah, woke a few of them up during our 11 a.m. traditional yeah. service. Yeah. Luckily, some of of the adventure was captured on our live stream. Uh, and he's talking about the pastor got to explain to the rest of the congregation what was going on, and that's what we have. Uh, what what is on their Facebook page? So this is the pastor trying to calm uh, the crowd as the squirrel. Rick. Uh, Ironically enough, I want to make this point. This is where Bubba pulled his growing too. This that's is what the I saw. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. not only that, yeah. the pastor you're going to see talking spent a lot yeah. of time with us that day and yeah. witnessed Bubba's growing pull. So right. I did have that right. This you, is yeah. the same church. Right. Okay. Yeah. And then we got the song that Greg wants to hear. Okay. <laughs> Play we, that. Yeah. <laughs> right, here we go. The Lord be with you. Oh, a responsive reading. Let us turn and greet one another with signs of Christ's love. Did you see her eyes? Did you hear him screaming? We're going to have to be quiet and limit our comments to hear this. Go back. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us turn and greet one another with signs of Christ's love. As we're passing peace, let me uh, share with you that many years ago, Ray Stevens sang a song entitled The Mississippi Squirrel Revival. When, uh, when the squirrel went berserk in the first self-righteous church in the sleepy little town of Pasamagula. No, that's Pasamagula. Well, just so you'll know, the scream you heard is because a squirrel came through our stained glass window in the balcony and has, has entered the balcony and is encouraging our members up there to get a little more, well, a little more spirited than usual. And um, so we're, I, I like that we're now trying to trap it with an offering plate. Um, yeah, we are grateful, as the stewardship theme is, that we can use our offering plates for many things. Oh, and so... Um, Okay, it's still going on. Hear the screaming. We're hoping this will come to a resolution. If you have any squirrel capturing skill, (laughs) please, if that's your spiritual gift, move to the balcony and assist in the hunt. Now, let's sing our way back from passing the peace. (laughs) So, uh, in the first self-righteous church, in a sleepy little town of Pascagoula. Come on, Greg, sing it, Greg. 
So uh, I like when he gets them silly voices. Uh, quit. Uh, yeah, no, it's coming from that, the, yeah. Hey, bring it, bring it over here to me now, and I've actually got the the the, the YouTube footage of the song so Greg can sing. Okay, uh, good. I'm Greg, not saying in a three, in so, a two, yeah, and a one. Yeah! The day the You're gonna get in trouble on you. Sing it, Greg. You look like him. You look like Ray. By the way, does he not look like Ray? Dancing and screaming, some thought he had religion, others thought he had a demon, and Har thought he had a weed eater loose, and he screwed the moon. <laughs> he fell to his knees to plead and beg, and that squirrel ran out of his britches leg, unobserved, to the other side of the room. <laughs> all the way down to the Amen pew, where sat Sister Bertha better than you, who'd been watching all the commotion with sadistic glee. <laughs> Should have seen that look in her eyes when that squirrel jumped her garters and crossed her thighs. She jumped to her feet and said, Lord, have mercy on me. How you doing, everybody? Hey, he wasn't in silly voices. He was like, yeah, he was fine. I was fine. enjoying that. I didn't sing that. Can yeah, I tell you, clever. it was funny to, uh, <laughs> to hear the pastor. And I like when he thinks it's under control and you hear squealing <laughs> yeah, up there again. Yeah. Somebody up there Boy, was really he, scared of that. They really so, he handled that great, too. Did that they, was funny. Did they ever catch it? I don't know. I, I guess. I'm sure there was an end result. <laughs> when they were doing, <laughs> let me tell you, when they were doing responsive reading, yeah. and also you hear a scream of Brendan's up. <laughs> That's not usually a time you hear people getting that excited. No, you that know. guy, he goes, we got a squealer up there. <laughs> <laughs> we got us a squealer up there somewhere. I think the, the lady reading was mad about it. Yeah. It bothered her. It scared well, her. She, she thought somebody didn't know how to act, but she yeah. didn't know. Yeah. And, and look, at, I, th- I was wondering if this was an exaggeration because every story you get now is exaggerated. But it sounds like the pastor confirmed that it actually came through the glass. I know. Yeah. Good man. So, I mean, did he break the glass as he came through? I, I guess. That's, I mean, he's got a pretty good head yeah. to do that. Yeah. Stained glass is not easy to break. a concussion. Unless yeah. it's. Yeah. Might need a five step program. I don't know. The um, yeah, I've, I've, got, I've got something going on at our church that I've got to correct. It has nothing to do with squirrels, but. Um, I have to correct you. You're a distraction, right? Yeah. I've, I've, David it's, Rick went berserk. He's turning around to read notes. It's official now that I've been asked by Sherry to stop doing it. So we we just went through a complete <laughs> refurbishing of the main worship uh, center. And um, so it's it's all new now. New new screens, new sound, new everything. And it's really, really. Did you save me a pop? Off the wall up there. I, I you know what? One. I didn't. I didn't, but I'm sure you know, we'll ask you to get me one of those. I was going to get you one of the big pop organ yeah. pops, but I, I was not able to get it in the in the, in the the redo. I'm sure it was sold to some place that loves a pop organ. And right. There's a Presbyterian church somewhere cranking it out today. <laughs> but uh, but anyway. Um, I wanted to see flat. So we, uh, <laughs> what I've noticed, and because we're getting in a time now, which I appreciate, uh, I mean, you know, and, and, you know, the younger people with all of our audio, video, and, you know, our big screens and all this, and you want to have a good presentation up on yeah. the big screens and all that. And I have just frankly, and, and a lot of pastors agree, I talked to two of them last night, that some of our hipper people do not leave the notes up on the screen long enough for us to write them down. Uh, you know, they, they're because yeah. they want to give another cut, another angle. And then the minute the pastor, the, 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 the pastor puts it up there in the picture, it, it goes yeah. off the screen. Spin it out of there. Yeah. They keep spinning it out. They don't leave it up there long enough. <laughs> well, you know, you and I, Bub, we, we've been around a little bit. We know a little about the biz and yeah. audio video and all mm-hmm. that. So I started noticing that behind me, I sit on the floor 
that in, on, on where the balcony comes around, there's three screens that are smaller, yeah. and that's the monitors for the choir, for the worship leader, mm-hmm. for the singers, and for the pastor. Well, I picked up pretty quick. You can see them really good now. They used mm-hmm. to be down on the floor, right? Yeah. and now they're up high. <laughs> so I realized that they're putting the next notes up there before he calls for them. Right. So I'm turning around, and I'm making my notes off the monitors, and then I turn around, now I've got my notes. And You're I'm getting re- advanced cues. I'm ready for him to yeah. unpack it, and now I'm not worried about it being on the screen, not being up there long enough. Well, undoubtedly, this turning around that I'm doing, everybody in the balcony thinks I'm looking at something. Mm-hmm. And I had already had an incident with Helmsy and his family. Yep. And then this past Sunday, one of the guys uh, that works with me in the men's ministry kept texting me saying, is something wrong? <laughs> and I'm like, what is he talking about? He goes, are, are you upset with me? Am I doing something? And I'm like, I don't know what he's talking about. And he's like, you keep turning around looking at me. Well, what happened was he was sitting right behind one of the monitors, so every time I would turn around to look at him, he thought I was trying to get his attention about okay, something. Yeah. And really, I'm just making notes off the monitor so I'll have them. And so in so Helms, you're a huge distraction. Right, so, uh, well, you know, according you, to Sherry, no, Caroline was pulling on me one morning. And she goes, what does Rick keep looking at? And I said, ah, oh, he's worried. And then I noticed somebody sitting. And so I'm just going to throw it out there because we've talked about this, looking at people during certain points of the service if yeah. something happens. I thought at first, I thought, ah, oh, he's looking at Jordy. Jordy's sitting right up I'm there. A, yeah. I'm making eye because of where guys. you were looking, Jordy was sitting right up yeah. there. And I yeah. thought, I oh, he's just looking at Jordy. And then the next week I picked up on what you were doing, and I told I had to explain to Caroline, he's, he's writing notes down. Right. Of course, Caroline had all her notes, and I'm having to look off of her. Right. Because I'm like you. I can't keep up. Yeah, they, they pull it off the screen too quick. They do. And, and so I realize, though, now it's become such a distraction to the balcony that I have to stop doing it. Sherry said, you're not. Well, this not, is kind not, of a new you thing do turn for around. you, because so, I know in college you didn't take any notes. <laughs> no, no, I did no, not. No, you I didn't did have not. a notebook. No. It's not me. I've noticed that I only take notes about things that I finally got to care about. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Rick, I want you to keep in mind, too, it's not like you're just – kind of moving your head you're doing a whole shift well i need body. to see them i know right. I but that's why it's a distraction and you're probably head and shoulders over everybody else sitting with you so that well, big old head my, select, my selection you know because you know every baptist is assigned its own pew <laughs> right. and even in the, so everybody was, now that we did the refurbish you got to grab your new pew. Yeah, right <laughs> right stake out new ground so i've got you have any sooners try to get in there early so i'm right at the end of the first section where there's a gap behind me mm-hmm. so i'm i'm i mean it's my you might it's almost like i'm in one of the rings at a circle <laughs> i'm sitting right in the middle of the floor so you know, Rick. Very helpful, though. You know, Danny would he'd probably send you the notes. Well, I don't want to be high maintenance. You know, it's not my nature. <laughs> no, I just I found out a system that I thought was really awesome, but it's distracting the balcony. <laughs> so I've been shut down now. It's gonna drive you crazy being shut down. Hey, what's wrong with leaving them up there? Just another? Can we leave them up there a little bit longer? I know we're trying to be sharp with all our different angles and for the people watching online and all that. Six to eight seconds more would yeah. do it. Yeah, I'd like to have ten more seconds. Yeah. I'll take eight. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. All right, we're back. Seven minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Trump I'm very update. proud of myself. You can't always get what you want. Incredible. Really amazing. Don't be stupid. But if you try some Who's your birthday? Deal or no deal? I don't wear it to play. It's my Somebody hair. sing it. About Trump. Yeah, baby, about Trump. Somebody. Somebody say, hey. Trump. 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 Trump.
All right, so Trump update. We'll start with um, the details from the ISIS operation. Bubba mentioned it earlier, but you may not have been with us. Uh, we'll get the one-minute response from the president on us taking out uh, a gigantic ISIS operative, and here it is. Last night, the United States brought the world's number one terrorist leader to justice. Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi is dead. He was the founder and leader of ISIS, the most ruthless and violent terror organization anywhere in the world. The United States has been searching for Baghdadi for many years. Capturing or killing Baghdadi has been the top national security priority of my administration. U.S. Special Operations Forces executed a dangerous and daring nighttime raid in northwestern Syria and accomplished their mission in grand style. The U.S. personnel were incredible. Last night, the United States... All right, so that, that was it. He says uh, that he did not uh, tell Pelosi about what was going to happen, what she's complaining about, simply because he wanted to avoid leaks, and uh, he did not want them to know because he's afraid that they would leak things like they have in the past. Yeah. Re- and, he, and that the, was going to uh, put people in danger. Right. Yeah. The operation was eight helicopters. It was carried out by Delta Force. They had to fly low and fast over dangerous territory that is occupied by Syrians and Russians. Uh, Turkey was involved also. They all had to be aware of it, and uh, our, our helicopters had to be given safe passage over this area. Can you imagine the Russians agreeing to let eight armed helicopters fly through their space low and fast to get to a target? That, that's amazing in itself. Well, you know why? Because they helped Trump get elected. That's right. And uh, so they went in. They said there were about two hours there. They had a gunfight to help clear the compound, and they blew a wall and uh, blew a hole in the side of the wall around the compound. They chased him into a dead-end cave at what point he carried some of his children in there and blew himself up uh, with a, uh, a suicide vest. They also were able to gather quite a bit of intel information about his operation, um, plans that they had, other important uh, information. They left, and they leveled the compound. I don't know if you've seen pictures of it today, have, but yeah. mm-hmm. the term no stone left unturned would certainly qualify for this. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it was very successful. I mean, it's very dangerous the way they had to do it and the way they had to fly in and the territory they had to go over, but they executed it perfectly. And uh, I think it's something we all should be proud of today. Now, of course, media has been unhappy. CNN has started crying about it from almost immediately. They did not like the terms the president was using. That's sad. As he described uh, how he died. I mentioned earlier the lingo that he was using was not for civilized people in the West. He was speaking to terrorists and terrorist friends in the Middle East. When he refers to, you know, being like a dog and dying the way he did, that, you know, we're used to, well, the target was neutralized. That's yeah. not who he's speaking to. So, again, just understand he has a plan, what he's doing, and this one was carried out. Even your, if you're a political opponent, I think you have to say good job, Mr. President, and military on this one. No doubt. Uh, the president was booed uh, at the uh, a World Series game. Of course, this would have been before this took place, right? Because didn't they play um – Played last night. It, it was before he announced it Sunday morning. I guess this was probably Saturday night. 
wasn't it? Oh, well, yeah, there was a the game, game last night, too. Yeah. Um, which so one, I don't which know which one, one it was. Does it I'm say in sure. the story yet? Uh, I'm not sure if it was Saturday or Sunday night's game. Not so, sure. So, anyway, he went to one of the games uh, in the World Series, and here it is when he was introduced and the sounds of, of booze and lock him up. Last night, by yeah. yeah. So, how that, funny would have been if, if they would have played Vote Trump and through the speakers? <laughs> <laughs> no, little P was on the mound, <laughs> little P was out there turning the flip through the ball. Well, you got to remember, they are in Washington, home of the deep state, yeah, uh, yeah. no doubt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it might be a little different <laughs> at the Astro game. I don't know. Well, he, I, I think it probably would. Yeah. I don't know, though. Houston's become a pretty liberal city itself. Yeah, I don't know if they go to baseball games. Uh, and, and, you're you're right. That bunch. Yeah, they're probably a soccer sure. match. Um, the um, <laughs> uh, Politicon, something happened there, too. Uh, they had a, a couple of uh, Trump supporters. I don't know why they call them two minority Trump supporters, I guess, uh, that are they're in Congress, I guess, what they mean by that. Uh, and uh, they started criticizing media figures there at Politicon who are participating in a panel on, on, on black in the age of Trump. And uh, it turned into kind of a shouting match there uh, as um, some of the Trump supporters took on uh, the panel and some of the things they were saying. So it's um, African-American it. Trump supporters. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Might have a lot of money, but I'm still a redneck. You know, I've always been a redneck. That ain't never going to change. Six minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport. 866-WE-BE-BIGS, our number. Uh, Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler all here. Another week. Will of me could spend any day this week. Uh, we'll get some more phone calls in this hour, too, at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Welcome back for a brand new hour. There's Bill Bubba Bussy. Hey, Bubs. Rick, glad to be here, and thank all of you for doing the same. You know, I was I was following this story. Uh, very, 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 very sad story. <laughs> such a catchy little it, story. It really, really yeah. is. Um, sad story, uh, <laughs> and it's, it's one of these things, you know, you, you hope and pray uh, that this doesn't have a horrible ending. Uh, but, um, you know, we've been through a, a number of, of missing persons, and, and even recently, and now, uh, there's a UFC heavyweight fighter, Walt Harris, is asking and has been, and, and we've been following this, to help find his 19-year-old stepdaughter who's been missing since Wednesday night. And now there is an update on that. Police have found her damaged car uh, abandoned about 50 miles away. Um, and, you know, I saw some of the people commenting on this. They're like, if anybody has done harm to this young lady, and we certainly hope not, um, you know, I mean – Stepdad here is, is somebody who can handle himself. I mean, you, you, oh, yeah. and uh, so they're they're saying she failed to return home or to go to work. Uh, was last heard from about midnight on Wednesday night. Uh, and uh, Adler is familiar with the, the 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 fighter Walt Harris. I don't follow UFC, so I'm not familiar with him. But um, uh, again, there this is uh, this well, is, all these fighters hang together, Rick. They, so they do. You know, that's they why do. Adler knows a lot more yeah, about yeah. this. So uh, so I know you were trying to help out too, Adler, using social media to. 
to put something out. Can you can you tell us uh, what you do? You know any more about the story? This this damaged car is an update, though, right? I mean that that's new new information, isn't it? Yeah, uh, I guess a day or so ago they did locate her car, which seems like it sustained a little bit of damage in between her going missing and the car being found. Um, Walt Harris is a local guy. He he trains here in Birmingham, but he's been working his way up the rankings of the UFC heavyweight division. He's got a big fight coming up against Alistair Overeem on December 7th. Um, and I follow him on Instagram, follow him on all his social media and stuff, and then I see this post, uh, and this was last late last week. Yeah, I remember. And this is still going on, so you're just like, oh my goodness, I hope, uh, hope this is resolved. At first, you hope it's like a, you know, 19-year-old just mad at her parents not wanting to respond to a text message and, and just laying low. But at the, once it gets to this point, you're just like, all right. Um, she may have gone out with someone, uh, whether that person is a person that she just met or met on a dating app or online or whatever that is not uh, fully known. But, um, yeah, I've, I've put it out on my Twitter, and it's, it's everywhere. Her name is Ania Blanchard. And so if you just Google that image, anybody uh, just that wants to help, keep an eye out and keep your prayers going for this family that's missing their 19-year-old. Yeah, wow. So the last was seen, was seen anybody had contact with her was midnight uh, on, uh, on Wednesday night. Uh, it's, uh, her mother said uh, that uh, she had driven from Auburn with her brother to North Alabama to attend a funeral and, um, and said that um, on the way home, uh, Blanchard and her brother stopped in Homewood. About that's here where, where we do the show, not far from us at all. Uh, to see um, them before going to Auburn, and they said when she was dropped off, when she dropped her brother off at his home, she told him she might go out that night, but that he told her not to because she was tired and needed to go to work the next day. She did not show up for work. Uh, it says that um, her and her college roommate chatted via Snapchat. Uh, asking if she was on her way home, and apparently she told the roommate that she was out with a young man that she had just met. Uh, did not reveal how she met him or where she met him. Like Adler said, there's been speculation on that, but I think that's all that is is speculation. And then that was the last time that she was heard from before she disappeared. Uh, it said that um, uh, there was a debit card that was used uh, about 11.20 p.m. in Auburn before her cell phone went dark at about 11.57, and then the update, they have found her car Friday at an apartment complex in Montgomery after being reported to police by a citizen about 6.15. It's unclear what prompted that citizen to report the car's location, and when they got there, the car has sustained damage, as Adler mentioned, between the time that it was last seen in Auburn. Uh, They saw damage to the right front side of the car as well as what appears to be scrape marks along the front passenger side door. The left side of the car seems to be undamaged. Mm-hmm. So that's that's kind of all we have, right? That's that's kind of the update. Yeah, um and Walt like I said he's a uh, he's a local guy. He actually played basketball at JSU. Really? Uh mm-hmm. and got his uh physical education degree from there in Pikeville mm. uh university. So uh yeah, it's just sad and scary and you're praying for the family and uh yeah, keep an eye out. She's a she's described as a light-skinned a uh, 19-year-old uh, African-American female, and she may have gone to meet. I, I, I even, like, you know, you, you dig into these things, and misinformation is passed around on social media. Oh, yeah. But one of her really good friends tweeted that he went that she went to go meet a guy named Eric. And so you're just like, okay, 
what 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 can we do here? You know, and then the damage on the car. You're thinking, was there some kind of struggle going on? It's just it's just a sad and scary situation for everybody. So it is. Mm. It really is. So uh, so hopefully it it will have a happy ending, and and you just be in prayer for the the family because you know the stress it's brought to them, and you you hope that it turns out to have a a good ending. I certainly hope so. This is one of those times when you would absolutely celebrate. Hey, just our daughter is getting more independent and. And we just yeah. we we do we'll work that out. You hope that's all that's going on here. And yeah. if there is a somebody that's involved in any kind of foul play, I just hope that Walt the Big Ticket Harris gets you know thirty seconds alone with the person. Yeah. That would be phenomenal. Mm-hmm. That would be like okay. Anyways, well, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, Eddie Van Adler yeah. the vigilante. Yeah, right. But uh, but yeah, no, you do. You know, do you think if somebody's trying to do her harm, do you, when you when you don't know who you've got, and all of a sudden you look at them and go, uh oh. Well, yeah. it, like a lot of other things, I think there's probably somebody out there that knows something, and yep. they're they're scared to come forward with information right. or whatever, right. and they need to do that. Yeah. This this needs to come to resolution quickly. You wonder, like the police say, they're not sure why this person decided to report the location of the car when they did. Is that an indication they think this person may know more? I don't, and finally, I don't know anything about that part of it. You know, it, it sounds like they're trying to suggest that maybe they had this information before Friday and they decided they needed to tell somebody, so maybe they know something. I hope so. Right. Uh, something to get a resolution to it. So it's a, another very, very sad story, uh, but wanted to update you on that, especially like Adler talked about, any of you that, could, that maybe help. Uh, all right, so uh, 14 minutes past, we'll be back. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. More of the Rick and Bubba show continues. We'll get to more of your phone calls coming up, more stories to cover uh, as we continue. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Nineteen minutes now past the hour. Will of meat could spend at any time, so be paying attention for that as uh, we make our way back. All right. So, uh, as usual, Speedy, who is the head producer of the Rick and Bubba Show, which means unless we bring in stories on our own, Speedy's the one who prints out stories for us to consider every day, and it is without fail. He, he now he now has received a perfect one hundred percent score that any story involving. F- being overweight, he's going to print out. Rick, I that, mean, every that, single one that of them. That or an animal attack. Right, every single yeah, one or of Or any yeah. giant snakes. Right. Snakes, or, yeah. any animal attack, uh, and, and anything that, that talks about being overweight. Well, I mean, that's just at the top of these websites, Rick, that I go to. I can't help that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I had to print it for you guys. But I thought it was an interesting uh, article, uh, but to say the least. Here's just the he, headline will grab you. Look, here's what he said. So I literally was picking up into my hands. <laughs> The article, LeBron James among California wildfire evacuees. Yeah. And I was going to talk about LeBron's having to run from California wildfires. And you know what Speedy said? Have you seen that other story? <laughs> yeah. And I said, what story? He goes, you know, that one about people being overweight. I'm like, all right, well, I guess I'll put LeBron's story down. <laughs> well, I heard LeBron might uh, move to China. He thinks it's so such a right. good place to live. <laughs> no, uh, yeah. Are people exaggerating this thing? No fires. Yeah, are yeah, people well, exaggerating yes, this thing? Completely made okay, up. Yes, right, okay. yes, yes. I saw the thing where he started getting fired up before the yeah. National Anthem was over. And, <laughs> yeah. But then yeah. people went further saying he was going to quit if we don't stop playing the National Anthem. Yeah, That's yeah. not a true story. No, it's not. No. Is, is Fake him, news, Rick. Is him fleeing? He the, may eventually get there. He hasn't said that yet. Is him fleeing wildfires? Is that a real story? That is a real story. Yes, All right, well, but let's let's skip it and get on to do you tell people whether they're fat or not? <laughs> well, so, I mean, that's just a headline to grab you. Here's here's the headline. It's a dilemma, Rick. We've all been through. 
Should on, some of us on both sides? Should you <laughs> tell a loved one they're fat? Oh, Expert claims there is no benefit in voicing your concerns and warns it could even prevent people from losing weight. Now, I don't know what they now, mean. Wait a minute. That it triggers more eating. Well, the stress of the situation yeah. may cause them to, mm-hmm. to eat. You know. Oh. Yeah. Uh, here is, I think, really the line of the whole story, and it, it's a it's a long story. They cover a lot in it. Huh. And the expert says, I think it's highly unlikely anyone who is struggling with their weight doesn't know it. Well, and I want I want to believe that. Too. I've seen some of our heavy brothers and sisters <laughs> out in public, and I'm like, well, some of the clothes they picked. Right? Yeah. Did you look? I mean, you are looked they, in the mirror and said, "That's it. This are is they, what I want." Are they delusional, or do they just not care? Because it right. could be either one. Yeah, true. You know, some people wear things and go, "I know this," and is, it could be both, and that's real dangerous. I, I know, I <laughs> yeah. know, I know this is obnoxious, but I don't care. Yeah. And you know, because we want to try to put our best foot forward if we can, and kind of downplay the struggles that we have. Not not put them right on display here at Walmart, but um, look for some of us. I mean, let's just call it the the yoga type pants are just out. Yeah, and that's just not that's not an option for us. You know, it is the irony. Lululemon is is yeah. is no place for me. <laughs> no. Leave that shelf alone. It seems that people go to Walmart to show off. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's other places. They're about. almost like I hate to use the analogy. You remember we've laughed really 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 hard about how. <laughs> When it comes to our canine friends, privacy is not an issue for them, right? Right. And uh, and it just it just things that should be private to them they they they're on public display. As a matter of fact, the median of a highway seems to fire them up, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's almost like they're all representative Katie Hill, right? But anyway, so uh, so we. Uh, well, I wow. know that I know that the good time <laughs> just gang, to say wow to that. The good time gang for sure, and I think it's it's understood. We've made a pact where we are going to be honest with each other in certain areas. You know, uh, mm-hmm. this being I one wish of I wouldn't have made that pack. Well, I mean, yeah. and, I mean, we're we're going to be that harsh. friend, that yeah. that cold shower friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but Greg he, has no issue being cold shower because no, 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 he's no. cold shower and everything. <clears throat> I was know? telling the guys in the break. You know, I, I've I've struggled with my weight, my, just really all most of my most of my life to some degree, mm-hmm. and um, I do not recall my dad being very soft about it uh at all and i, and, 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 and I mean I, 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 would he be arrested today uh i mean he would literally take By the hurt feeling police yes he yeah. he would literally take words that are are catch, you calling fat shaming yeah, oh, my, yeah my dad was the inventor of fat shaming <laughs> and my dad would use any catchphrase someone we can't say here right uh, because it, one one which has the first word lard in it, right? Okay. And right, then the second so. word is a word for a beast of burden. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, that seemed to be his favorite. That was his favorite. But my dad would just say things like, "Get your LA up off the couch and go take the trash out." Yeah. And yeah. then he would refer to me to get my attention. Hey, LA. Yeah. Hey, LA. Come here a minute. I yeah. need to talk to you about something. Yeah. And uh, you know, and, and, and then I mean, so you loved it. Uh, well, he would go after Greg too. Yeah, my dad would look term. for. Any, I'm just thankful I didn't have a lazy eye because my dad would. My dad would have said. My dad would have said, "Hey, lazy eye. Come here a minute." Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's just the way he 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 is. And, yeah, operated, uh, yeah. And he yeah. might have done the thing like, which, oh, yeah, can yeah. you see me? Yeah. Yeah. Especially hey. if you wanted hey. to do something you weren't yeah. getting to do. I'll, I'll tell you what you're fixing to do. You're going to get your L.A. up. Oh, yeah. Let's tell you about the, you know, because let's say if I was cross-eyed. Tell you what we're going to do. You can get your cross-eyed self up. <laughs> we're going to get outside. You know what I mean? And, um, I mean, football, why don't you get your F.A. Yeah. up yeah. in there and make a play? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And And all of that. I just I saw him tell an official that one time that he couldn't see holding because he wouldn't get his FA up in there. We could see it. Yeah, 
And uh, so, no, so my dad, my dad, fat, my dad, fat shamed, and he himself, you know, his weight fluctuated and all. He he would say too while he was overweight. He didn't care. <laughs> I mean, it, it was. I mean, yeah. he had no concern about it whatsoever. <laughs> was there? So, uh, so I mean, does this, it do any good? It doesn't do any good. I mean, and I think most of us are aware that we're. You know, we we're yeah. probably we're probably chubbier than we think we are. Right. But we are aware that we are chubby and that we are overweight. <laughs> and we know that because we can't get our pants buttoned. <laughs> you know, How about jeans will tell you, you a lot. Oh. Huh? That's what you always do. See what you do, if you're walking around some sweat, so you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But then the, you decide you're gonna put on some some khakis or some or some jeans and that's when that's when the a reality world comes How in. How about they'll hurt your feelings? Oh, they'll yeah. break your heart. <laughs> <laughs> They're not designed for, for, for LAs and FAs. <laughs> you know what I mean? How about when? How about when you don't realize that until you're you're getting dressed to go somewhere and you didn't account for them not fitting, so you yeah. just wear them and then you struggle the entire. Well, time. And, and remember this too, Speedy, I, That's assuming you can get them buttoned, <laughs> right? I'll tell you another one that's a bit. Hey, I, you can do the I rubber have, band. I trick. have swings that you go. Hey, what am I going to wear? Uh, hey, let's go back to this. I'll tell them I'm sick. There's another famous update that we have now more than ever, and they're pretty much on de- on demand, and that's pictures. Yeah. yeah, if you're ever delusional, just take a yeah. look at a picture of yourself. Oh, yeah. It'll be a huge wake-up call. Yeah. My goodness, look at this picture here. I'm a lot bigger than I thought I was. It happened to me this week, Rick. Really? I, looked, I did a side-by-side of mm. me and Braden at a Jacksonville State game nine years ago and today, and wow, a lot of difference. Oh, if you can get a, a side, lot of difference. Not a side by Listen, side. if you can get a side-by-side. You know, you know why side-by-sides work? They put them in commercials. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, so. They could use this one. <laughs> Yeah, you, it's never good when you look at a picture and you go, oh, so I'm the before picture. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have not graduated to the the other side. Mm-hmm. I'm before. I'm not after. It's a, you look, oh, it's good a, look, it's, it is what it is. And then people it doesn't come help. The, it doesn't really help. And then people come to the golden ticket seats and they bring pictures. Hey, I was here two years ago. I was here four. And that, that's that's kind of revealing oh, no, as well. No, it, it oh wow, re- look at me! It's it's very revealing. <laughs> I, I know a person. I know a person who's like in, in really big. Oh, good, I saw this. Yes. They're in I re- liked that. They're in really good shape now, and they said it was a picture. They said they they kind of lost sight that they. That's how, what got them. Huh? How bad it got, and somebody came in and said, "Look," and they did what this says not to do. They didn't call them fat. They just said, yeah. "I want you to look at this picture." And he looked at it and he said, "Is that what I really look like?" And they said, "Affirmative." <laughs> and he was like, "Wow." That's not how I thought I looked, and and he made adjustments. Yeah, it's uh, look, it. I don't think it's helpful because I think most people know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's uh, they it's say hard. tough love just doesn't help. I don't. You know what? I don't. I, <laughs> Who wrote that? Look, <laughs> the the chief science officer. Yeah, he said. <laughs> I'll tell you another thing. It's right under his picture. I'll tell you another thing. <laughs> hey, just so you be sure you know who said it. <laughs> hey, look. Hey, you're gonna die. Doesn't help. <laughs> Huh? No, I, I look. I can no. tell you, I can tell well, you that's doc, a good there, There's doc. Now, look. I look. We all been there. The doctors will sit there and look at you, and they'll do the oh, I don't have my. Let me pull out my file of overweight old people. Oh, wait a minute, I don't have one. Yeah, we all had all that. But it, 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 <laughs> <laughs> well, when you're sitting in the lobby, Rick, you kind of scan around. You know. You go, hmm. Where uh, is that? Kind of skinny and frail. Where? Skinny and frail. Skinny and frail. Uh, how old are you, sir? <laughs> 81, skinny and frail. How, how old are you? 85. F- 51, L.A. Uh, <laughs> anybody Anybody L.A. and 80? Anybody L.A. and 80? Uh, uh, 75. Can I get a 70. Do I hear any offers? <laughs> what's the, what's the oldest L.A. in here? Oh, you always said Hey, yeah. sir, you in the back. 62. Dang it. <laughs> 
so yeah, it's a, mm. so it, it's a, it's a tough road, you know. It's, a, it's I'm not a, looking at y'all like that. Yeah, I just you are. Like, I mean, y'all just no, in the room. No, I feel the heat. <laughs> I'm not looking. Are back. you already scanning for tomorrow's fat story? <laughs> <laughs> I think he has a Google search engine yeah, out he there, no, and really he gets don't. notifications yeah. and alerts. He don't even have it. to look. It's sent to yeah. him. <laughs> Do you get fat notifications? I don't, I don't, I don't. Animal attacks and giant snakes. So it says if you're telling your loved one they're fat, they already know it, and it's not helpful, according yep. to this study. All right, we'll be back. Your phone calls are next at 866-WE-BE-BIG. We'll touch on the other stories we got to as well. Lines are available. If you want to get in, you can. And we come back, we'll talk to you. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. 35 minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG. I know, look, I, I don't want to be that person... It starts talking about Christmas, yet let's enjoy Thanksgiving first, and I'm 100% in that camp. However, my wife and I were talking this weekend about, all right, what, what about this, and who, who we getting this, who wants that? And we, we started having that discussion because you do kind of have to get a game plan. Yeah, you do. And and I, I've got an idea that I think you're going to love, especially for somebody that you're like, I can never think exactly what to get them. It's called faithbox.com. Faithbox.com. And look, this is this is uh, every month something will come to the person that you love, and you can give it as a gift. Now, you certainly can get it for yourself if you want, but here's it's a great gift idea to say, hey, I've got you a subscription to Faithbox, and that that person that you love and you know that every month they're going to receive you know devotionals. They, they might receive books from some of the most sought-after Christian authors. The bottom line is they're going to receive something that's going to help them grow as a person of faith, uh, they're going to, you know, it might be that that box comes in just at the time they need. They need a word. They look. They get out the devotional. Say, "This spoke to me today." This is investing in someone's sanctification. This is investing into the most important part of of, of a person's life if they're a person of faith. So, if you'd like to, you know, start looking at the options on how you can set these up as gifts, do that now or for yourself, surely, uh, by going to faithbox.com. That's faithbox.com. Uh, and uh, they they'll put together the boxes for you. You don't have to do it, uh, and they'll send it to the person that you'd like to gift this to. The promo code Bubble will save you ten dollars off any subscription. Uh, so use that as well. Save yourself a little money. Faithbox.com code Bubba or RickandBubba.com under the sponsors button. To the phones we go. James is standing by out of the great state of Georgia. Hey James, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. How you guys doing? Good, good. Hey, hey did y'all by chance hear that our president got booed at the baseball game? We did. We played that a minute ago, uh, and then some, some of them started uh, chanting, uh, you know, lock him up and, lock. and some of that. But he's in a good mood about it, though, because he said it was a record crowd. So, therefore, he got more lock him up than Hillary got lock her up. Well, there you go. See, he set another record. <laughs> he, he, he did. And uh, and uh, so, uh, yeah, we, we did do that story uh, just not too long ago. Uh, let's go to Garrett. Garrett, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. How are you? Good, good. How y'all doing today, guys? Fantastic. Excellent. Hey, I was listening to the, the article about Speedy and how, how hearing from your peers doesn't really uh, uh, encourage you to lose weight. And I tell you, I think there's a the day that I realized I had crossed into new territory is I kind of tested myself on being fat. And the day that you have to cinch your belt up in the morning to get your pants buttoned, you know you have crossed the line, and you need to take a look at it. You start using. You're starting to 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 use your belt 
as a come along. Yeah, yeah. I mean, exactly. <laughs> oh man, how, how sad! How sad is that? Hey, somebody hooked the winch up. I got to yeah, butt my pants. Mm. My or when your belt run, uh, rubs a sore spot on the side, you know, of your body. Oh, you know? that's, that's not good. Nah, that's that not one good. hurt. Mm-hmm. That's not good. Hey, that one stung bad sore. Mm-hmm. That's not good. <laughs> to Cincinnati, Chuck standing by. Chuck, go ahead. Welcome to the program. Hey guys, good morning. Hey, I am a child of the '80s, greatest generation in the history Absolutely. of the world. Absolutely. And Ohio, for some reason, where we live, is kind of stuck perpetually in that. This weekend, I saw top Halloween costumes googled across the United States. Ohio said '80s. That's all it said across it. So, for some reason, '80s costumes in Ohio. You know, apparently, the rest of Ohio realizes it is the greatest generation. Yeah, they're ever. yearning for it. They're yearning for it. Chuck, isn't it amazing how the '80s are the greatest decade mankind has ever seen? <laughs> Since the beginning of recorded history. Yeah. By the way, since God rested on day seven, Rick, he looked forward to the end. You know? <laughs> we were laughing. It won't come quick enough. We were, we were laughing about it. I want you all to think about in your whole lives, and, and, and I'll stand corrected if I'm wrong. I want you to think about in your entire life, as long as you've been coherent enough to even care about presidential administrations, okay? Has there ever, now I've heard of Christmas, okay? I've heard of Christmas, heard of Black Friday. Okay. Have you ever in the history of presidents had an article done from a political source saying that reelection, this could hurt the reelection of a, of a coming president. And the topic is Halloween sales. The Hill, yeah. the Hill has actually put out an article yeah. slumping Halloween sales. What, what are Halloween sales? <laughs> who, who has ever, has anybody ever said, I tell you how you want to know if the economy's booming. Halloween sales. What, yeah. what the, could, could it be this? Now, I'm not trying to get out. Could it be we're certainly trying to be more healthy as a country, so candy is not being bought like it once was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> there are people spiritually that have gotten to the point, me included, that don't participate in Halloween. Mm-hmm. Could it be that maybe some of these items, and I've never, I've never known an economy to live and die by Halloween sales. No, <laughs> so no. there's actually an article from the Hill slumping Halloween sales could be a sign yep. of Trump having an issue with re-election. Oh, Halloween wow. sales. Uh, we continue. Rich and Meridian. Rich, welcome to the program. Listening to the buzz. Hey, Rich. Yes, sir. Turn the radio down or TV, whichever one you're listening to or watching. Are you there now? Yes, sir. I'm here. Okay. So so welcome to the show. Thank you. So what's on your mind? Uh, that uh, I had, uh, at a concert, at the gospel concert, and I met Reverend Jackson. He introduced to me. Okay. You, uh-huh. Are, are you the lion man from Lance, Last Chance You? Right. Uh-oh. So you, you, this is you right here. Hey, Dad. Okay. <laughs> this is- oh, I heard about the lamb. They was a lamb, so I just start growling like a lamb. That's that's you. That's me. Uh-oh. Are you are you still going to see them play? Yes, sir. They're going to the coast on Saturday. Uh, do you still you still give them a little line roar? Uh, yes, I do. Well, you know we need to hear. One. I got to hear it. All right. <laughs> you know what? Rich, that's you. That's, that's you, Rich. you. That's, that's you. you. Well, Rich, thanks for listening yeah, to the show. Man. Thank you. Yeah. And so, Thank you. Yeah. Can we get a drop? I think we've, we've already got one. It's in there, I believe. Yeah, I think we already got uh-huh. one. Yeah. yeah. But. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> hey, bring it back. Oh, I heard about the lions. Can you say I heard about the lions? Uh-uh. <laughs> well, are y'all any yeah. good? Y'all any good this year? Uh, they ain't really good as they was, but uh, they, they're going to play number one in the nation uh, down the coast. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. All right. Well, thank you so yeah. much. For, thanks for calling and, and go Lions. All right. Thank Scuba. you. Scuba. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Scuba. There he is. There I don't know how right Reverend there. Jackson got tied into that. Yeah, what did but, he say? He meant Reverend Jackson. Yeah. That, that mm-hmm. was it? Mm-hmm. I, I think. Well, he said it was a lion. All right. Uh, let's go to Rick Nash. Rick, Le- legendary like Rick and Bubba listener. Rick, how you doing? Hey guys, I can't follow that. Give us a growl, Nash. Give us a bulldog. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Rick, how you doing, man? Good, good. You guys brought up an interesting question this morning. What's the difference between the FA and LA? Yeah, my dad preferred LA. Uh-huh. Well, I resemble both those remarks. So I just wondered if there is a <laughs> similarity between the two. Yeah, my dad seemed to indicate that if he called you an FA, he was just stating the obvious. <laughs> if he called you an LA, you were you were now a fat person who was doing something he found to be lazy. Yeah, <laughs> right. right. That's the difference. Yes. Uh, okay. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thank you. So an FA can start acting like an LA. Right. That's right. You start out just an FA. Good to hear from you, Rick. Yeah. Let's go to Andrew and Alexander. But you don't have to act like an F.A., no. which would keep you from being an L.A. <laughs> In the end, you're correct. <laughs> Andrew, go ahead. Yes, sir. How y'all doing? Good morning. Good. Aaron, kill it. Uh, it's my birthday, man. Uh, monkey grass. It's my first time ever calling yeah. in. Wow. Hey. Congratulations. Hey. Halloween sales. Hey. Yeah, I was hoping I could get on the wheel of meats, man. I guess I missed it again. But, you, uh, you did, but it'll happen to maybe tomorrow, <laughs> Wednesday, Thursday, yeah. or Friday. Be hey, ready you, for that. you got to keep listening. You hey, you never know. Uh, let's go to Reverend Jackson. <laughs> Reverend Jackson, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Hey, guys. How y'all doing this morning? We're great. I, 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 listen, I met that guy at the concert last night. We had a gospel concert in Butler, Alabama. Okay. okay. And, I, and I met him last night. He was dancing all over the concert, and I wanted to know who he was, so I just went up to him. And after the concert, we had a long talk, and he told me who he was. And when he did the growl, I knew immediately who he was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we were trying to put the pieces together, yeah. but that, that yeah. explains okay. it. Okay, <laughs> so you're Reverend Jackson, yeah. not Jesse Jackson. No, no, no. no. Okay. I got you. Okay. <laughs> I'm Gary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know what he was talking about, yeah. but you said you, it was your okay. event last I, night. Well, okay. thank you for steering right. him right. our way. Yeah. So yeah. I, listen, I, I listen every day. I love you guys. I listen every single day. Thank you. I drive garbage truck for a living, so I don't have nothing to do but sit in the truck and listen. <laughs> and I, I I try to tune in every day and I catch everything. So when I heard him, I I realized, I said, look. I said, the guy's going to want to hear from you. you got to call him. Well, thank you for doing yeah, that because we talk great. about it. We talk about him all the time. So that's great. Yeah, yes, he sir. gets a lot of yes, airtime for sure. Yeah. Well, thank- <laughs> he does. <laughs> well, thanks for listening and, and thanks for what you're doing for the kingdom. Yeah. I, I hope we pointed some people to Jesus last night. Yes, sir. We tried to. Well, thank you. Press on. Thank, thank you, you, Reverend Jacks. Thank you. See you. Yes, sir. Y'all have a good day. You, you too. too. Uh, okay. So he, he was at this Reverend Jacks' event. Right. Mm-hmm. And he told him, hey, they. Okay. I okay. got it. Yeah. So at first, I, I mean, you hear he Reverend Jacks. said it was a Let's go to uh, Dustin in Ozark. Dustin, how you doing? Hey, all right. How about y'all? Getting after it. That's all we know. That's right. So uh, I heard this morning Richard Branson's atmosphere or solar flight went uh, public. So now anybody can buy a ticket for 250000 and go see the curve of the earth. 
How do you reckon the flat earthers are going to argue that one? Yeah, uh-huh. well, I need a flat earther to go ahead. I might help them raise the money, and they'll go, and then they get, they come back and tell me well, something. I can tell you, they're going to say that gravity is bending the lot. Bubba. That's what they say. I I, I've heard them. I've heard our, they've, they've got a pre-programmed answer for everything, even though it didn't make any sense. Right. It doesn't have to make sense as long as you have an answer. Yeah. All right, 14 minutes to the top of the hour. Are you going to try to get one of Richard's flocks? Boy, I'd like to, but I doubt right. it. What about a GoFundMe? There we go, Greg. If you had the money, would you do it? It would take a GoFundMe. But if you had the money, would yeah, you do I it? I need the kids to get out of college, probably. But if you had the money, would you go? And they're out of college? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You are listening to Rick and Bubba's show. It's eight minutes to the top of the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. We're back. Golden ticket seats today. I got a ticket. Hey, Bubba, your cousin had to go back to work. But Chandler Bussy. Why? Why? Chandler why? Even though he signed it as Chandler Bussey. Well, he may be now. I don't know. Uh, it's, uh, it's what it says on our board here. Well, we'll take it. We'll call him Chandler White Bussey. There you go. That's right. So uh, <laughs> he, he left early today. Uh, also, Bubba, now, you don't hear this every day. And Josh said he really had to talk his new bride into this. They were just married Saturday, and we are part of their honeymoon. Yeah. This is part of your honeymoon. Which yep. explains why they set up in the corner today. All right. But uh, anyway, so. I noticed they were in a hurry to get out of here. They really have. They were like, how long is this show carrying on? Rebecca and Josh Yarber uh, married this past Saturday. So they're here with us today on their way to Destin, Florida. Uh, Bridget and Justin Britt are here with us today in the golden ticket seats as well. Everybody takes home. A pound of BuzzBox coffee. They also take home a Rick and Bubba double CD. And somebody Uh-oh. is going to take home a $50 American Express gift card <laughs> from Dr. Dudney. Bubba, give me a number between one and four. One and four. What about uh, number three? Number three, Bridget Britt. You did it, Bridget. <laughs> Lunch is on Bridget today. The $50 from Dr. Dudney. Uh, uh, look, if you ever need any help, I mean, I don't know these any better than anybody else, but we sure do love him. You should reach something into that. <laughs> Dr. Dudney, thank you for all you have done for the audience, and thank you and, and for taking care of our family. So there you go. Mm-hmm. All right, so does anybody, some of these stories, does anybody, are you familiar with the movie No Safe Spaces? I saw the story. That's the first time I'd ever heard of it. Yeah. Now, I love, I'm out of the loop. Let me tell you, I love Dennis Prager and, and Prager you. Oh, yeah. If you don't yeah. follow them on Instagram and everything, Boy, he puts complicated uh, things very simple, doesn't he? Please. So many things you hear out there, they do such a great job of going, here's the facts. But undoubtedly, uh, Dennis Prager and uh, Adam Carolla, yeah. uh, the comedian, yeah. uh, they, 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 it's the movie called No Safe Spaces, and it had a massive box office haul on just one screen as it prepares to have a much uh, broader rollout. The film raked in an estimated forty-five thousand dollars on one screen in Phoenix. Uh, they're gonna. They said uh, it's the only documentary that earned more from one screen in opening weekend. That happened all the way back when Michael Moore did it in two thousand seven with Sicko. So they said they have Sicko. the they have the biggest number uh, except for that one. And uh, it it examines the politically correct uh, correct world bu- bu- of mm-hmm. academia. 
So no, you know the safe spaces. Oh yeah, and yeah. And I bet that was something. I, how about I would love that. And uh, so they're they're taking that on. And Prager says it's a wake up call to the American people and claim the left are trampling free speech to satisfy agendas. And this documentary will give you much needed information, especially if you have somebody at a college. So um, so anyway, that uh, yeah, I know that comedian. I mm-hmm. didn't. Uh, I've seen him before. So. I see him on some of their videos sometimes. Rick, did you see the pseudo space satellite that crashed into a Michigan family's farm on Saturday morning? No, uh, it's it was put up by Samsung. It's uh, the title of it is Space Selfie, and they basically launched a. It was part of a promotion where they launched a Galaxy S10 5G smartphone to the edge of space on a hot air balloon. And it came back down. Uh, it was supposed to give people a chance to send their photos to space, I guess is what they were doing with it. Because that's all we need is but it, our uh, photos in space. Yeah, <laughs> it uh, apparently came down to a hard oh, wow. landing, but it, it was a, a fairly big box. It had legs on it, had solar yeah. panels on the top of it. And the farmer said it crashed around 8.45 a.m., said her and her husband were just uh, headed outside to let their horses out when they heard the noise. And said the 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 object was still humming when they got to it. Oh, can you? I mean, that hit somebody in the head or something. They're, they're <laughs> dead. They're done. Bob, you wish it would land on your property. So bad. Oh, Wouldn't that have been awesome? I wish I could find that. Golly, and it's still humming. I wish I'd have launched it. So I yeah, even better. Yeah. Um. So so that uh, and here's another one. I want you to picture this one as we they hit these stories in rapid fire. Oh, I'm a lion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't you wish I'd land out there on, on Bubba's property? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, <laughs> picture you know, this. Some of my ham buddies launch those things all the time. Do they really? I got buddies. Yeah. <laughs> Does Joe Walsh help them? Every time you bring up ham buddies, <laughs> I have to mention Skunk Master somehow got something to do with I think he's more of a low frequency HF guy with his Collins old tube top gear. Well, okay, I want of you, course. I want y'all to think about this. You've been going over to your mama's house, mm-hmm. and your mama has in her kitchen, okay, she's got a painting, uh, and you've seen it so many times, okay? So they found this old painting in the kitchen of an elderly woman in France earlier this year, and they have determined that it was a work of art from the 13th century. Wow. And it has just made her a multimillionaire. Uh, the masterpiece is called Christ Mocked, and you see Jesus being mocked by everybody yep. as he's being taken to the, to the cross. I can't pronounce the Italian painter's name. No. It sold for twenty six point six million dollars. Now this was just hanging in somebody's house, at Mama's kitchen. See, this never happens to me. Never. Uh, there was wow. uh, the, the, that's a great painting, by the way, and you tell it's real old, but yep. I, I don't know about twenty six million. Uh, Unless the Velvet Bull in the Matador comes out, it's worth a lot of money. Yes, yeah. nothing like that. <laughs> right, right. So, or Velvet Elvis. Yeah, yeah. John Wayne. Mm-hmm. So they they said that it, um, it 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 went to an, an anonymous buyer. So, so there you are. And I like to get a lot of my art that that guy's got a pickup truck parked at the convenience store on game days. You know, that's well, kind of yeah. where I get stuff. He does a lot of work putting the display up. Well, I didn't know that. They, undoubtedly, these auctioneers, somebody gave a heads up to this auctioneer, and he said he went out to the woman's kitchen and saw the painting because he went to investigate because I guess somebody maybe has an eye and said, look, I'm telling you, this woman's got a painting. And he ex- he inspected the woman's house. How about that? And recommended that she bring it into the experts to be evaluated. And um, they said uh, jackpot. She was. She's in her nineties. Mm. Oh, she and, missed it. Yeah, and so somebody's family. Yeah, I mean, she'll get to have it for a little while. But somebody's family just boy. Everybody's about to be really, really nice to Meemaw. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, you think you think the word hadn't got up in the family now? Me, has got twenty six point six, and she's in her nineties. Everybody's trying to cut her grass. Oh, oh. oh yeah. yeah, you hope somebody who's honest will take care of that situation. I tell you what yeah. I do. I'm gonna go see her and look around her house. What I'm gonna do first? Yeah, what else you got in here? Hey, Mama, what else pictures you got in here in the kitchen? Anything you just put up you didn't like? How about that? Just hang. Picture if you're the person you've been to Mama's house. How many times? Oh, you you look, you've seen that. Probably said it was ugly. Yeah, like you that. probably thought, man, that's something. We've all seen pictures like that in her grandparents. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Top of the hour. If you leave us, have a big day. You got more Rick and Bubba. Stick around. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba.